everyone, it's another episode of Glitch Free Gaming. It's episode number 211. Hooray! Yay! Uh, I was going to do another Spider-Man thing and then I thought, nah. I'd just be flogging a dead horse, that joke. So, um, yes, it is another episode of Glitch Free Gaming. Uh, you're joined by myself, Mike and Kieran. Yay. And Paul is... Uh, Busy he, again? He said he might join us later. Yes. He might yeah, he so. might just jump in halfway through. Yes, yeah, so he might get a guest appearance. Yeah. Um cool. We and normally at this point we say we've got a lot to talk about, but we don't really, do we? No, as it turns out, when we actually get back in the habit of recording weekly, we don't have a lot of games <laughs> to talk about. We have tons to talk about when we skip three weeks in a row, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, shall we? Do you want to start us off with some Spider-Man talk? Yeah. Because I think we're both finished it now. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm like eighty-one percent completion. I think. Um, wow. Okay. I am ninety-two percent. Fuck. So far ahead of me. I've so, done the- all the research <laughs> stations. I got all right. the bags. I did. Yeah. I'm basically just doing the side missions now and the challenges, which I've done most of the challenges. Right. I've not got... I don't think you need to get the highest... I think you just need to finish them for them to count well, towards your completion. But I yes, want to that, get the highest. Well, to use that... The tokens. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's the killer. So I have... The only thing I haven't done in the game is the street crimes you know so yeah. those are the crimes that show up randomly kind of when you're swinging through yeah that's the only thing i haven't done in the game i've done everything else and i've i got to one point and i thought right i'm just gonna buy everything yeah. and didn't realize i don't you know why i didn't think no, I knew I needed the tokens, <laughs> but I thought if you just complete it and you even do it on the on the lowest setting, it would be enough for you to buy everything that you need. Of course not. No. That'd be too easy. <laughs> yeah, so I need to go back and I need to do some of the challenges because I'm not going to be able to buy all the costumes. Uh, I have most of the costumes. Ah, yeah. right. Okay. I've not been spending my tokens on anything else. Uh, yeah, I was upgrading gadgets and I was just upgrading everything. Ah, uh, no gadgets for me. So... Uh, I only upgraded the Impact Web gadget just because it's the one I use the most. Right. Um, and having more of those is good. Because Impact Web's so good. Because it's just like your regular web shop, but it knocks everyone backwards and then if they hit a wall, they're just done. So it's basically a one shot against like most enemies. It's such a, a neat power... Yeah, I've got 21 different costumes. God. Uh, I don't have open. I don't know how many I've got. Um, um, if Yeah, if people don't want to hear spoilers about costumes, uh, skip ahead like five minutes <laughs> because we, yes. we need to talk about those costumes. Oh, God, yeah. So, so some of the cos- yeah. costumes you unlock are just unreal. The one that you want to talk about is the one that you <laughs> get for finishing the game. Uh No. What? No. Oh, when do you get it then? The you just get it. You get it for reaching like level forty six or something like that. Oh um, really? I thought 
I thought I got it for. I must have leveled up just as I finished yeah. the, the story mode. No, you get the the one that you get for the last mission is the one you get for finishing it. Oh um, yes, which that one's also really good. Uh, yeah, it's the black suit with like a yellow spider on it. It's all shiny. Um, but no, yes. the one the one I would talk about in particular is the vintage costume, which is cell shaded, looks like comic book art. <laughs> And yes. Looks hand drawn. It's like some of the best cell shading I've ever seen for this fucking like thrown away throwaway costume that is just a side thing in this game. Yeah, and then when you see it in this ultra realistic New York City, it just it stands out. Yeah, it's got like a real uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit vibe of it, like this whole like almost real world <laughs> looking thing right up against this cartoony looking. Thing. Yes. Like so it looks like someone drew it over the top of a regular screenshot or video of the game. Um uh, yeah. And it's great. I really like it. Um but even outside of that, like a lot of those costumes are great. Um and some of them are terrible, but they're kind of like intentionally terrible, you know, they're meant to be. Yeah. So things like, you know, if you uh collect all the bags you get the uh original the homemade suit. Which, you know, is terrible. Yes. But it's supposed to be, because it's, you know, the one Spider-Man made when he was starting out. Yes, yeah. And uh, the wrestling suit's kind of similar. Um, the Spirit Spider one? I don't know if you have... Did you, did you buy that one? The yeah, I didn't buy it, but uh, I've had a look at it. I... <laughs> that one's nonsense. You, where does that come from? Is it what I... I assume there's some, some comic part of release. the comics, yeah. Yeah, I assume there's yeah. some comics. Like, Spider-Man has so many different... Like, on top of the regular Mar- Marvel multiverse, Spider-Man has so many more iterations in the Spider-Verse that I assume there's some version where he became Ghost Rider at some point, and that's what that's from. Yeah, something looks, like that. It looks very Ghost Rider. Um, but also, it looks way buffer than the rest of it. And he's got this big crazy skull flaming head. So like when you're going into cutscenes and stuff like that, you look terrifying. <laughs> it's really good. Um, <laughs> I love that your costumes carry over into the cutscenes and stuff as well. Because yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, like so many of those costumes are just fantastic. One of my favorite parts of the game was just collecting all different costumes. Yeah. Um, I. I did have fun kind of with the the gadgets as well. Uh, I it felt a bit it had a little bit of an RPG element there that if you picked the right gadget and you could use it you could upgrade it to a certain point. Yeah. And then I just got to I think I completed most of well, yeah, most of everything and I went on a buying spree. And yeah. it's like, what, what can I afford right now?" and didn't think forward enough to think keep my challenge tokens <laughs> yeah i've mostly been trying to get the costumes first and then i think there's right. like a couple of costumes that I, and challenge tokens are the thing that are holding me back from getting all the costumes yeah because um, they are it's hard to get them yeah so the only thing i need to do now is and you'd probably be the same as me there's only one suit you need to unlock at the moment um no i've still got I think there's two I still need to buy, but yeah, there's one I still need to unlock. Is that what I mean? 
Yes, yeah. Yeah, so there's one suit, you don't know what it is yet. Yeah, but I kind of guess what it is because I don't think they modelled that for one cutscene. I don't think they modelled the model of the... Like, I take it you haven't unlocked that one yet either. Because I think that's uh, 100% everything, don't you? Yes, that's right, yeah. Um, But I think that is very clearly going to be the costume he is wearing after he wakes up from being poisoned by Scorpion. I'm trying to think which one that is now. Yeah, it's, all right. I suspect it's him not wearing any clothes except for boxers and the Spider-Man mask. <laughs> yes. Because they modelled that for that one cutscene, so I assume it is also just there, because that seems like <laughs> a real lot of effort to go through for one right. cutscene. Yeah, um, yeah, quite possibly. But I also don't know. Maybe it's actually some like really in-depth Spider-Man suit. But yeah, um, I still use the Homecoming suit for most of that game. Uh yes, I used that, and I used the the advanced suit, which is the one that's on the the cover of the bike. The yeah, the game. Really good. Yeah, I like that one. Um, there was one of the the Secret War suit I liked as well. Yeah, um, I liked. Oh, I forget what it's for. I think it's called the stealth suit. It's the other oh, yes. black suit that's got the green spider on it. Yeah, I used that quite a bit yeah, as well. Yeah, like black and neon green. I thought that one was yep. really good. Um, and I also liked the the spider armor suit, which was the the really shiny black one yeah. with the yeah the kind of gold yellowy gold. The Mark Three. Think. Yes, because there's Mark like four, two. or there's like three spider armor suits in there. Yeah, and the final one is just like the regular Spider-Man suit, but shiny, basically. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> but there's that black one. There's the Mark One, I think. There's like the big bulky one. Yes, and then there's the Mark Two. Uh, yeah, it goes up to Mark Four anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah, those are all really good. Yeah, those costumes are great. That that game is great, and I've been enjoying doing the side stuff. I came around on it like last week when we did the podcast. I kind of wasn't super into the side stuff. Yeah, and it's kind of clicked with me now. Um, yeah, I I enjoyed all of them. Uh, the only ones like you say that you know a bit of a pain in the arse are the street crimes. Yeah, because. There is always one street crime going on at any given time. Pretty you, much, if yeah. If you ping, there's like a 95% chance there will be something. And if there isn't, you wait a couple of seconds and then there will be. But Yes, yeah. It's, yeah. I've not got to the point where I've filled in enough of the street crime. Like, if you... Because there's usually like two or three different types of street crimes in each district that you have to do. So that's like, right. You have to do yeah. the sable ones. You have to do the demon yeah. ones. You have to do the thug ones, and it's like I've not got to the point where I've like finished, you know, five out of five of the sable ones, and so I don't. Oh, know. Oh, have you not? Uh, I think I did in one district, but it was one of the few districts that only has that. Uh, so I don't know, like, do the others, you know, do those ones stop showing up once you've done them? Yes, once you've, okay. yeah, once you've done them, they stop showing up. That's and good, because otherwise it would be so hard, because it would be so random. Yeah, then what happens is once you've completed all of them, so I've got two areas, uh, sorry, I've got three areas now that I've completed 100% mm-hmm. of everything, including the street crimes. 
then once you've done that, then the street crimes, there will be a street crime that can happen in that area and it's completely random which one it is. That's good. You know, so it goes back to sort of resets itself. Yeah. Um, so it does that. <laughs> yeah, it's those are the only things that have been a bit of a, a ball like Everything else felt like it belonged in the game and it had a little bit yeah. of a story and things like that. Yeah, like I like all the... Um... All the yeah, you know, the hideouts and the demon for force and whatever else they're called. Yeah, um, those are all really good because they're just you know more of those kind of stealth things. Or if you don't want to stealth them, you just jump in and start murdering everyone. Yes, um, yeah, that stuff's really good. I did all of the research stations and those were fine. Right, um, they weren't like the most exciting in the world, but they were fine. Right. What What did you think of the combat and the difficulty and things like that? Um. I found the combat relatively difficult to start with. Yes. And then it kind of clicked and just became really easy. Like, even towards yeah. the end, I thought it was just super easy. Like, I got a little bit hung up when they first were like, hey, we're introducing the armored guys that you can't use your webs on. But very quickly, I was just like, yeah, but I can still just punch them a bunch. So it's fine. Uh, uh, yeah, I I thought, I seen, all right, I can't use my webs, but I still figured out that I can... I can still web throw things at them, yeah. and I can yank yank the weapons off them and throw them at them. Yeah, and also you can't uh, you can't use webs on them, but if you do a perfect uh, parry, you'll still uh, web them. Web, web yes. them in the face. Yeah, that's right. Um, the yeah. the other thing that uh, the other piece of advice that I would give anyone that's still playing the game, or yeah, uh, if you're going the way of upgrading your gadgets and things. Just the normal web shooter, upgrade yeah. that as much as you can. Yeah, being able um, to shoot that a bunch is real good. Yeah, and when uh, once you upgrade it to you know almost to max level, it gets to the point where you can stick your enemies to the wall pretty easily. Yeah. Oh, my my pro tip for that is yeah. Once you've hit someone with your web like two or three times and they're all webbed up and just standing there. Web, web throw them to the yeah, wall. Exactly. Wall. Yeah, grab them, whole triangle, web throw them, point them at a wall. Don't, it might be tempting to throw them at another enemy to do a damage, but don't yes. throw them at a wall or any solid surface. You can stick them to cars, you can stick them to whatever, but stick them to something because then they're out, they're dead. Yeah. Um, and it's especially funny if you stick them to a car because then the car will drive away afterwards, which is pretty good. I did. Yeah, so, I didn't actually notice that. Yeah, you can stick them to moving cars, and the cars will just keep driving with these guys stuck to them, which is really good. <laughs> it's so silly. I like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really loved it. Um, we won't. We also won't go deep into spoilers for the story or anything like that. But how did you end up? What did you think of the story overall? I really liked it. So, to war. Uh, at the end, you know, where they tie everything up, they, they go in directions that it took the comics years and years and years to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm obviously trying to be as cryptic here as possible. Yeah, but definitely. yeah, they, they go... They they do things that were completely... Not not completely, but rather unexpected. I, I didn't think they would do some of the things that they did, the way that they tied up stories and things. Yeah, they definitely went some dark places that I didn't expect. Yes, um, yeah. 
Which is actually kind of funny because I won't go into spoilers this, but I'll talk to you after the podcast about it if I remember. But there is something that dark that happens right at the end of that game that I called at the start of it. Oh, okay. But thought it was going to happen to someone else. And so like, I told Leanne, I was like, I bet this happens. This is totally where this is going. And I if We'll talk afterwards, <laughs> but I think I, I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, I did like how they tied some of the things up. So they they tied up um, the the Osborns. Uh, well, they didn't really tie it up. They more set it up I, for a sequel. Set, yes, yeah. They, they, they set it up. They kind of showed you where they were going through the whole thing because yeah. there's they drop hints about it the whole time within the dialogue and when you're doing side missions and mm-hmm. things, there's hints. And then, you know... Uh, yeah, they they show you exactly where they're gonna go with it. I feel it. like more than any, more than anything else, they do a really good job of like this isn't an origin story. Um, at yes, least not for Peter Parker. Um, you could argue it's an origin story for like three other characters in the story, but for Peter Parker, for Spider Man, it's not an origin story. No, but it they do a good job of. Go- Basically, going like you know who these villains are, like yeah. you know you know that Norman Osborn is Green Goblin. Yes, you know that Otto Octavius is Doc Ock. Yeah, like you don't need to know about Spider Man to fucking know that. Everyone knows that, and they yeah. play with that. Like they definitely go to lengths to be like, you know, they, they, these are who these people either are or are going to end up becoming. They yes. might not get there in this game, but you know that they're going to get there someday. Yes. Yeah, so they, I, they definitely play with setting that stuff up in a really good way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was very, very satisfied with the end. Um, I thought it was very good. Uh, how are you, have you found any so going into the kind of performance of the game did you find any kind of glitches or anything within gameplay uh one i think i sent you you guys a video yes um, of so there's the raft in that game which is you know big massive you know complex where they store you know super villains big uh-huh. super max security prison basically um which there is a mission in the game where there's a breakout in that which also happens weirdly late in that game, considering that was their E three demo last year. Ah, uh-huh. which I was really surprised by that. Um, but I found a way. I can't reproduce it, so it was just a bug, I guess. Um, to get over there early. All right. Okay. Mainly because I saw there was a landscape token over there, and I was collecting all the landscape tokens really early, or not landscape, uh, landmark tokens. Yeah. And one of them's on the raft. And I was like, alright, I'm going to go to the raft and take this photo then. Um, and what's meant to happen is you start webbing over there and then you get the thing that's like, oh, you're reaching the edge of the map, you have to turn back, and it just turns you back. Um, right. That didn't happen for me. I don't know how I broke it because I couldn't get it to happen again. Um, <laughs> so I could just web my way over there and the uh, Riker Island was just all on fire because, again, there's like going to be a there's a prison breakout there. Uh, right. But that obviously hadn't happened yet. 
So it was all on fire, and it was all like that version of the yeah. map because we didn't have <laughs> yeah. another version of the map because you just weren't meant to be there. Uh-huh. Um, and then the raft was mostly fine. It had all the wet textures, all the rain textures, even though it was sunny. Um, because again, I assume they just didn't. They just only modeled it one way because they're like, no one's ever going to make it here, so whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and then there was just a big hole in the ceiling of Rikers Island, eh, not Rikers Island, of the raft that you could just jump in, and you fall all the way down. And then you fall off the map, and you fall into the void for a while, and then you die. And it's like, and I could reproduce it multiple times. Like once I was over that uh, bridge that took you to there, which you're not meant to be able to get across. Yeah. Um. Once I made it across, like it was still it checkpointed me there. So every time I died, I came back and was, you know, able to climb up the raft again and always fall down the same hole. <laughs> um, which was fun to do. Uh, so I wandered around that for a while because I clearly wasn't meant to be there yet. But then after I went back, I couldn't cross the bridge again. So I don't know. I must have found like some really specific weird bug that lets you get through that. Well, I have, uh, as we're playing right now, just uh, talking, I've been messing around and I'm at a street crime and I cannot complete it because there is it was one of the ones where you stop an, a car mm-hmm. and as you stop the car you know you throw the driver out of the car and you stop the car and then more enemies show up and they drive up and you attack them and there was enemies that showed up and they jumped out of a car and I've defeated them no problem and there was a guy on a motorbike except mm-hmm. he never got off the bike the bike has stood still he is mounted on the bike like he's riding it the bike's not going anywhere um, I have webbed him, so he's sitting covered in webs, all webbed up on the bike, shaking <laughs> like he's riding it, and I can't get him off the bike. <laughs> That's pretty good. So, yeah. it's yeah. I, other than that, I think uh, when I was clearing up one of the bases, uh, one of the enemies got stuck inside one of the. Uh, it was uh, one of the warehouse ones i think it was he got stuck inside in between a whole load of containers and he was stuck in the middle i didn't have that happen but i've definitely that's the one i've heard other people say right seen other people be like yep got stuck in a container but you can just stand up next to the container and punch them through it and it's fine that's like yes fair yeah Um, um i'm struggling with the motorbike at the moment it's uh i'm just doing all sorts of punches and kicks in the air and it's not doing anything you can't just give up (laughs) <laughs> well it's uh it's just that yeah it's just a crime token so i think i might have to turn it off and try again yeah try again there yeah it's i thought it was more overall a pretty like polished game but yeah there's yes it's, it's an open world game there's gonna be some bugs here and there yeah um and if that's the worst things that we can say about it then you know i think they've done a really good job yeah, like, there's nothing game breaking. There's nothing. Yeah. Really crazy. So, did you buy the what version did you buy? Did you just buy the standard version, or did I you just buy the... the standard version? But I will probably end up buying the DLC for this. Right. Um, I'll so, wait and see how it is, though. The first set of DLC comes out in October, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And is it two or three episodes? I think it's. I think three. it's. Yeah, I want to say three, and I want to say it's October, November, December release dates on it. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, um, I'm. I, yeah, I'm ready for more. I think. 
Yeah, I see. I didn't buy the season pass just because, even though I was looking forward to this game, I wasn't completely sold on it. Because right. I'm not like a massive Spider-Man fan or anything. And so I was like, all right, this will be all right. This will be a fun superhero thing to, you know, kill some time. But, yeah, as I played it, I was just like, regardless of, like, because I don't hate Spider-Man or anything. Like, I, like, I like Spider-Man. It's just not, you know, my favorite superhero or anything. Yeah. So despite not being, like, super into Spider-Man, I started playing this game and was like, oh, no, wait, just as a game, it's really good. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's Spider-Man or not. They could really, yes. They could have... Like, put fucking cat from Gravity Rush in this, called it Gravity Rush 3, hashtag, now she has spider webs. And it would be, <laughs> like, just as good. Um, like, the Spider-Man bit of it definitely helps, but it's not, like, it doesn't matter. You know, you don't yeah. need to be super into Spider-Man. You can just be into, you know, fun superhero open world games. And it's enough for that. It's really, really... It's one of the best ones of those. Yeah. Like, it's up there with, like, the Batman games. Uh, Yeah, I'd give you that. Yeah, it's definitely... It's the best Spider-Man game there's been. Yeah, definitely, without a doubt. Cool. I think, is there anything else to add on that? Shall we move on? Um, Let's probably move on. I'm sure we'll talk more about Spider-Man. Maybe when Paul eventually is back on the podcast, we can get <laughs> yes. his opinions on Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Excellent. Let's do that. So the, uh, I think, have we got one more thing to talk about, really? Kind of one. Technically, it's 20. Yes, <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> so for anyone not keeping up, the... Two days ago, or a day or so ago, Nintendo have launched their online service. Yay. Hooray! And as part as part of that, if you joined, uh, you get access to a library of NES games. Mm-hmm. A growing library of NES games. They have a three gro- games a month queued up for the next few months as well. Right. Like they already announced what they are as well. Oh, okay. Um, I will find them while you continue to explain this. <laughs> right, no problem at all. So you have access to, is it? Yeah, it's twenty games at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the NES games, and you download. Uh, it's like an app, and it opens up, and you've got the covers of all the games, all twenty of them, and you can play them. You can play them online. Uh, two-player and you can also play them on the move so you don't need to be connected to the internet you don't need to download each individual game they're not that very big anyway because they're they're nes games so you know you download the package and you've got all 20 of them uh shall we quickly run through what they are as well yes um yes i've got open from it now so balloon fight yep baseball woohoo donkey kong Double Dragon, Dr. Mario, Excitebike, Ghosts and Goblins, Gradius, or Gradius, I don't know how you pronounce that. I, I would have said Gradius. I think it's Gradius. I think so, yeah. It's, it's officially Gradius now. Uh, Ice Climber, <laughs> Ice Hockey, Mario Bros, Pro Wrestling, River City Ransom, 
Soccer, Super Mario Bros, Super Mario Bros 3, but no Super Mario Bros 2. Yeah, which, which is, is like weird. objectively the best Mario game, which is weird. Um, <laughs> Tecmo Bowl, Tennis, The Legend of Zelda, and Yoshi. Yes. Yeah. So, have you? Well, obviously you have played. Have you played all of them, or? I've not played Tecmo Bowl just because I really don't care about the NFL at yes. all. I probably yeah. should because me and Paul are currently doing like a couple of videos for our YouTube channel where we go through all of these games and play them multiplayer. Right. Um. So, I guess we just like go through it. Start with like, I think the game selection's fine. Not like amazing, but fine. Um. <sighs> I was talking to uh, so a friend of the show, Stephen, who does the board game stuff with us. He yeah. went to UK Games Expo, and we were talking about this coming up um, when we were traveling down to Tabletop Scotland. And I said my biggest fear, not fear, but you know what I suspected was going to happen with this is it was going to be games that we have had from Nintendo countless times before you know um and to a certain extent i was right yeah so you there's things like the the mario games uh balloon fight excite bike uh and to a certain degree ice climber as well we've had all of these before let's not forget that ice climber is also a terrible game ice climber is I the don't... worst no it's not that bad you just have no <sighs> skill the jumping is so bad. But that's what made it, though. <laughs> and yeah. And they're like, hey, we made a game where you jump bad. Enjoy. It's like, no, I won't enjoy. <laughs> um, I, so, the thing that... I, I do agree with that. Like, I think, you know, they should have maybe, at, like, bumped up the starting one by maybe... Bump up to, like, you know, 30 rather than 20 to launch with. Is what they should have done and had more of those games be interesting but less often released ones. Yes. And they didn't so do that. Th but I feel like the thing that works well for this though is the same thing that worked really well for both of the mini consoles they did. Which uh -huh. is because you're getting all of these at once and you 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 have all of them as part of the purchase or your subscription or whatever. It has that kind of thing where it's like, well, I'll try them all at least once then. And maybe find something that I, you know, didn't know I was into yeah. before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there was a couple, of, there is a couple of things that I've, you know, we've not seen before. Yeah, not seen before. Yeah, that would be, you could say that. So like Double Dragon, I don't think we've seen the NES version of that before. <sighs> There's a reason you've not seen the NES version of that before. Yeah, I know it's crap, but still. <laughs> it doesn't even have proper multiplayer. Yes, yeah. Um, I didn't there's... know that before this. <laughs> I didn't as well, actually. Yeah, uh, me, and... me and Paul were going through these games, and I was like, oh, Double Dragon, this would be good. I like Double Dragon 2. I don't think I've played the first one in since forever, but this would be great. And then it was like, oh, there's two-player mode. Let's play two-player. And it's just pass and play. Like, one person goes... One person gets knocked out and then it switches wow. to another player and it's like, what? <laughs> a lot of these games are like that. Um, yeah. 
Uh, Ghosts and Goblins, I thought, is uh, a good addition to it. Yeah, Ghosts and Goblins, actually, quite good. Yep. The Baseball. So, Baseball was a game that I had for my NES, or my my NES knockoff that I had. (laughs) Um, And... Yeah, I rage quit. I actually, my cartridge didn't work at one point because I, I ripped it out of the machine and threw it against the wall and um, called the game a cheating bastard, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I played a little bit of that multiplayer as well. And it seems me. Yeah. Um, uh, I will say, though, so like people can go on our YouTube channel and see uh, Paul and I play through half of these games roughly um we skipped uh-huh. excite bike like we went from the top to the bottom but we kind of you know obviously got halfway through uh we skipped like excite bike because it doesn't have multiplayer and we skipped something else that didn't have multiplayer um but we basically played everything that is marked as two players right um which is most of the games but a lot of them are passing play like ghosts and goblins has two player but it's just yeah. you know one player dies then another player plays uh-huh. Um, and we wanted to test out the online on this, and it was surprisingly good across the board. Um, but like the standout for us of the half that we played, and I think Paul's not here to agree with me, but I'm just going to speak for him because I think he will definitely agree. Uh, right. Was ice hockey? <laughs> oh, okay. That ice hockey game is shockingly good. Like it's super simple. It's just like a arcadey sports game. You know, two buttons because it's an NES game. But yes. It's really fun, really competitive. So actually, if people go watch that video, we play each of those games for, you know, like a few minutes each. Uh Uh-huh. But we play ice hockey, like, it it took me, like, nagging Paul, basically, to be like, all right, we can't play an entire fucking game of this. So we need to, (laughs) like, it's quite long. We can't actually just play an entire game of this hockey game. Um but we might end up just doing another video where we just play hockey, because it was fun. Um, but yeah, um, have you played any of them online yet? Uh, no, I haven't. It's the one thing I haven't done yet. Um, I recommend it. It actually works surprisingly well. Uh, the online is solid. Um, you know, it's a Nintendo thing, so the matchmaking and whatever is garbage like you can only play it with friends and you can only join on friends you can't send invites because that would make things too easy oh yeah um you can only voice chat through their app or if you want to be like a normal human just use discord like we did Um, right which also we had to because we needed to record the audio for the video so (laughs) can't do that through the phone not easy at least i guess um and but other than that, like it works really well. So, the way the online works is I don't know if you remember, but back when they were first advertising this, they first announced it. They talked about it having like screen sharing, and uh, you could like pass the controller to the other player so they could take over uh-huh. that kind of stuff. So that is all in there for every game, which is and it's really well done. Like it's super easy to do all that stuff. So. Once someone joins your lobby, it just it is just that same UI that you're on for the main screen with the big you know list of all the games and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And 
They can use their right analog stick to make a little cursor that looks like the cursors from the Wii that you got when you were pointing at stuff. Right. Um, and then you can also click in the right stick and you'll clap, which is pretty good. Um, entirely pointless, but really good. <laughs> and um, that stays throughout the whole thing. So you could jump into a game and they can still use that cursor if they want to, or you can hit two player and they'll automatically count as player two. If All right, the game okay. has two player. Uh, if not, you can hit ZL and ZR, which opens the suspend menu, and then press Y, and that passes the controller to them, and then they can just play as player one. And all it does is switches you to player two and then to player one. Oh, okay. It's super simple. And then, of course, for games that don't have player one and pl- or don't have two players, they are just player one. Um, it works really well. It all runs really fast. Um, I think this is like I will happily say that this is the one part of their online system that Nintendo hasn't fucked up. Right. Like it feels like they put genuine effort into this and made a really cool thing and I don't think it's worth the money right now. Well, here's the thing. There's 20 games. Yeah. Okay. There is it costs £18 for a year subscription so that works out at less than a pound a game for 365 games okay Mm -hmm. but what we also need to remember is that what you're paying for in the service is the ability to play online games so you're able to play so you're getting your online you know so to play online connect with each other and play online and then you're getting these games as an added incentive now to be fair you don't own the games. That's the other thing that I'm not 100% happy about. If you stop yeah. if you stop subscribing, this goes away. Yeah, I, I view it more as like, it's like Netflix for NES games. You know, it's... Yeah. You're paying a subscription to rent all these games at once, which is why I say that I don't think it's worth the money right now, because while right. you're right, like it's less than a pound a game just now, because it's, what, 18 quid for a year and you have 20 games. So Yes. Less than a pound a game. Makes sense. But if you were buying all these games, you probably wouldn't buy Pro Wrestling, because it's terrible. You probably wouldn't buy Ice Climber, because it's terrible. <laughs> you probably, I probably wouldn't buy Tech Mobile, because I don't like NFL. You, like, you wouldn't buy all these games if you were buying them. Yeah. Right. So at that yeah. point, it's, not, it's nice to have them, because yeah, I played through all of them except for Tech Mobile. Like I tried them all, but yes. I, wouldn't have bought, I wouldn't have paid money for these games. Except for, as much as I joke about it, probably Balloon Fight, because Balloon Fight's actually genuinely quite good. Um, as though, <laughs> Even though that was my go-to making fun of the service before it came out, uh-huh. Balloon Fight is actually a pretty fucking good game. Um, but the thing that, for me, is they're adding more. So while I don't think this is going to be worth money, I don't think this is really worth the money now. I think it will be in a few months. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I tend to agree with you. Um, and the bit where it's like, oh, well, you're also paying for the online and stuff, and this is a bonus. Given this is the one part of the system they haven't fucked up, I feel like you're actually more paying for this and the online is a bonus, because the online is... Like, you're paying for just, you know, doing the things you've been doing on the Switch, you know, with nothing added. Like, yes. They're not adding anything interesting. You could... You can use the app to voice chat in Mario Tennis now. Yay. 
Yeah. That's a thing if you want to. That's not something <laughs> I'd pay a subscription fee for. This collection of NES games is something I'd pay a subscription fee for if there was at least double the amount of games on it. And yes. An they easy, were decent. Yeah, well, yeah. And also an easy like win for them. Put Super Nintendo games on it. Yeah. Like, just put Super Nintendo games on it. That's it. Like, just do it. it that's Instantly. You could put one Super Nintendo game. Just put Super Mario World on it. Instantly worth the money. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah. I th- yeah, I think... I think it will get better at time. Yeah. The, the only thing that we haven't seen with the, the online service yet is they promised exclusive offers and discounts and things yeah so that hasn't happened yet no yeah no i'm not i'm not having a go at them it will probably happen next week tuesday it tends to be when all the the updates to the store happens on a tuesday and then they they no, dole out sometimes a little bit on a wednesday it's sometimes well it depends sometimes that, they, they do it, usually drop some stuff on tuesday but thursday yeah. is the big e-shop update day right right um but yeah. yeah, so there could be some special offers that come through exclusive. I maybe suspect. To... I suspect that they consider the thing they have just now, where it's like, if you're subscribed, you can buy these NES controller Joy Cons. I suspect they consider that a special offer just then. Right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, how much are those things? I don't know, but they're limited time, so they're going to be worth a lot more <laughs> this time next year. Yeah. So it might actually be worth picking them up just to resell them later. Oh, I don't know. I they they're ugly. I mean they're just it's, NES controllers. Yeah, exa- yes, and they attach to your your switch and make it ugly. I kinda like they they do look stupid, especially because you can't use them as Joy Cons. Yes. Um but I kind of like how stupid the switch looks with two NES controllers <laughs> attached to either side. It's a real dumb thing. Um, it's yeah, it's it's real silly. I hope they do the same with Super Nintendo ones, because I'd I like the Super Nintendo controller enough that I would probably buy Super Nintendo ones, despite <laughs> the fact I own that eight bit no wireless Super Nintendo controller already. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel like the build quality of that is quite as good as the controllers that came with the Super Nintendo Mini. Right. So if they made Joy-Con Super Nintendo controllers that were as well-built as the Super Nintendo Mini ones, whoa, that's my money. You've got my money, <laughs> Nintendo. Just tap into that Super Nintendo nostalgia. <laughs> well, I, I I already have the 8-bit ones. Yeah. And uh, my... My only reservation is that I can't get them to work with the Switch. Uh, I think I need to, I'd need to buy a special adapter for them to work with the Switch. I think for it's the, the wire. wireless ones. Yeah, you don't need an adapter for them. Um, you might need to update the firmware on them. Ah, um, right. I'm not too sure if they work with the the Switch because it. it they well, they don't should. have enough. They don't have enough buttons. The SNES ones do. Oh, but, but the, the NES one doesn't. Yeah, the NES one doesn't. Yeah. I suspect it will probably still work, but I'm not 100 sure. Um, I have the. Super Nintendo or the SN30 Pro, which you also have, um, the Super yes. Nintendo one with the analog sticks. Yeah, and which then that's I've got great. The... That's just my go-to like controller for yes. the Switch for a lot of stuff. Um, but then I've also got the NES version of that as well. 
Uh, yeah, no, I've got the Super Nintendo version of that, so it doesn't have the sticks and yeah. it doesn't have the dual buttons, uh, the mm. dual shoulder buttons. Yeah, so I've got the NES one, which does have the shoulder buttons, although they're positioned really weird. Like they're all right. They're hor- I don't know how to describe this without they're horizontal from each other. They're not like vertically. Right, okay. They're not. They're not yeah. one behind the other. They're it's like a circle, and you know you've got your thumbs over the top of it, and it will be covering both of the buttons. Right. Um, and one of them's like the R two L two are on the inside, and it it's weird. It's not a great. Con- it's kind of a great controller, but like the analog sticks on it are tiny. They're like little Vita analog sticks, so I kind of haven't used it that much. But I cracked right. it back out for this because I like the D-pad on it quite a lot. Um, and so I've been using that a lot for these NES games, and it's you know nice to have a use for this controller again. If nothing <laughs> else, um, A-pad though makes really good controllers, as it turns out. They do, yeah. Um, yeah, so I definitely recommend if you don't want to shell out for the stupid Joy-Cons the NES Pro controller and the SNES Pro controller that uh, 8BitDo makes are both great and you just update the firmware hold power and Y and they will sync to your Switch really easily yeah Um, which is great Um, but yeah is there any games that you've kind of found yourself playing a bunch of from this Uh, yeah so I played quite a bit of baseball and tennis because those were games that I played back in the day. Yeah. And geez, tennis is hard. <laughs> tennis is hard. I play a lot of oh, tennis. I was like, oh god. Yeah, I even when I played it. So I played it in the 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 console that I had. Like I said, it was a knockoff. It wasn't. A, yeah, it was a knockoff, and it had a turbo button. And that was the only way you could sometimes hit the ball in tennis. <laughs> this little racket going like the clappers. Um, yeah. I played Dr. Mario because I do like Dr. Mario. Oh, Dr. Mario so good. Yeah, so it holds that, up. That yes. music. Oh, yeah. So Dr. Mario played quite a bit of that. Uh, I've still, there's a couple I still need to play. Pro wrestling is not very good at all, like you say. It's <laughs> Pro wrestling is terrible. Yeah, um, I've I still need to try River City Ransom. River City Ransom's great. Have you played River City Ransom before? I yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because River City Ransom uh, is still that was one one the one of those ones I have like nostalgia for. I was like, I bet this game doesn't hold up. Right. Like I've been kind of vocal about it recently, in particular because here's some inside baseball for people. We have like a chat that is you know the three of us talking about stuff and you guys have been talking a bunch about that Capcom beat-em-up bundle that just came out on Switch that's right yeah and I'm just like man I could not give less of a shit about (laughs) beat-em-ups like I do not like beat-em-ups very much I like the Scott Pilgrim game I like Riverside Uh Ransom and I like you know I like some of the classics I like you know Streets of Rage 2 and Double Dragon 2 you know those are kind of the ones I like but uh, I hadn't played River City Ransom in forever, and so I was like, I wonder if this game holds up or if it's just nostalgia. Maybe it's just bad. Should I even bother playing it? But no, that game's still really fun. So yeah, because I was trying to get you to buy the the Capcom beat 'em up uh, yeah. mainly for Final Fight. Yeah, which Final Fight is uh, also good to be fair. 
Yeah, Final Fight is a good game. Plus, you you know, it's the online player as well. Yeah. With that new bundle, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, having, uh, I still need to play that one. I turned on Super Mario Brothers and I did the first three levels out of muscle memory and thought, I see, I see any of the, you know, Super Mario Brothers one, two, and three. I see them on a collection, and I, a little piece of me dies every time. <laughs> Why? They're still great I, games. Yeah, but it's like again, again. really. Uh, yeah, I played through the first world of Super Mario Brothers three, and was like, "Yep, this game's still fantastic." Yeah, it's like you know, everyone's got that uncle that has the bad jokes and stuff, but everyone thinks he's funny, except he's not. And it's like every time you see him, he tells you his, it, you know, what he thinks is his star joke, a terrible joke. And it's like that's not even funny. It wasn't the funny when I was five years. Old. It's not funny when, you know, I'm nearly fucking forty. <laughs> it, <laughs> But, you know, I mean, and that's how, how I feel about Mario. It's like, any time Nintendo, you know, it's time to honour the greats. Here's Super Mario Brothers. Fuck off. Yeah. Give us a, you know, we know, we know it's a great game. It, it's in our culture. I feel like they also had to, though. Like, can you imagine if they had brought out this NES Classics thing without any Mario games on it? Uh, I suppose. Yeah. And also... I think I think the first Super Mario Brothers is like a really great game, but also doesn't hold up that well anymore because it's a bit, a little bit clunky. You know, it's yeah. one of the earliest platformers. Things have moved uh, on. Super Mario Bros. Three is actually still just one of the best two D platformers. Right. Yeah. I think everything about that holds up. Um, the one that I found myself playing more of than I suspected that I would is the original Legend of Zelda, which is a game that I've never sunk a bunch of time into before so I the original version of Legend of Zelda I have that I have the Wii version of it mm -hmm. because I had it on Virtual Console I have the I don't have it I think I still got it so back on the GBA when they brought out I don't know if you remember Kieran Nintendo says right we're bringing it we're bringing out the classics the NES classics we're mm. bringing them out on the Game Boy yeah and there were these various games Legend of Zelda was one of them so was incidentally Balloon Fight Ice Climber original Mario <laughs> Brothers ori all the classics uh, original Donkey Kong and Ice Super Hockey. Mario Brothers no okay. no <laughs> but all, all of those were brought out on yeah GBA on the ones they go cartridge through. uh so yep that's fine. So that's two twice that I own them. I then had the I got Legend of Zelda on the 3DS Ambassador Kit. Yeah. Or, yeah, the on the NES Mini. Uh, then I had it on the NES Mini as well. I actually didn't own it anywhere else. Um, I feel like I must have owned it somewhere, but I've never like purposely bought Legend of Zelda because I played it a while right. ago and never it never clicked with me. And I don't have the nostalgia for it because I never played it when I was a kid. Uh -huh. That game came out several years before I was born. I yes. <laughs> yeah. It came yeah. out in 1987, so four years before I was born. Yeah. Um, so I never played it. But by the time that I had, you know, played the original Legend of Zelda, I'd already played like, you know, 
Link to the Past and Ocarina of Time. And so playing Legend of Zelda, it was like, this doesn't really hold up compared to what they did with Link to the Past. Um, but as like a piece of history, it's been interesting to go back and play it now. Um, like that game is actually still pretty fun. But yeah, it's old, as it turns out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I think most of the games in this lineup are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Except for pro I, wrestling. Yes. And Yoshi. Uh, Yoshi and soccer. Uh, I've not played any of soccer yet, but I right. I assume it's not great. Uh, well, I don't. You know what? I was pleasantly surprised by ace hockey. Soccer might be fun multiplayer. Yeah, maybe try. Uh, yeah, I haven't tried hockey single player, but hockey's multiplayer is fun. Right, I need to try that one as well. Yeah, we should we should do we should play some of this multiplayer. That's the thing. Like the thing that sells these. As skeptical as I was of it before, like you know, you can go back to previous episodes and hear me every time this comes up, being like, "The fuck are you going to play balloon fight multiplayer online? Great, balloon fight multiplayer online is actually pretty fun." So as it turns out, I'll happily eat my words on that one. I played some balloon fight multiplayer online. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I I always liked. Uh, balloon fight. Uh, balloon fight's easy to like make fun of and kid around about, but it's just joust. Like it's good. <laughs> you know? Yes, yeah, like, th- that's what I was gonna say. It's just joust. The the fucking the endless the balloon trip mode is really fun. So yeah, yeah, it's it's good. Like they made endless runners before endless runners were a thing. Like that yes. bo- that balloon trip mode is just an endless runner. Stick out on a phone right now. And people be like, "This is innovative and amazing." <laughs> I was like, "Nah, man, they did this in the NES." Um, should we move on to something else? We've been talking about the NES games forever now. Yes, yeah, um, I think we should. Yeah. The only one thing I want to add about it is, uh, there's—I don't know if you noticed—but this is definitely just the exact same emulator as the classic Mini uses. It is. It is the exact same. Yeah, yeah. because the settings has the four by three pixel perfect and CRT filter that are all the exact same. Yes. Like they're even using the same icons they used for them, the same images they used for them in the NES Mini. Um, yes. The thing I will say that I've seen a bunch of people online talk about is don't use the CRT filter. Um. Oh, okay. For one, I would suggest don't use CRT filter in general because CRT filters are terrible and you're a bad person if you use them. But yes. <laughs> if you do want to use it for some reason, don't because apparently it has an issue just now where it's causing some ghosting issues on the Switch. They're, oh. they're LCD screens, so they're, it's not permanent. It's not like, you know, burn in because LCD right, screens okay. can't get that. Um, yeah. But you'll have like a little bit of a image ghosting there for a few minutes and it'll go away eventually. Um, oh, okay. But it's a weird thing to see. Um, yeah. Apparently it's just the way CRT filler handles things okay um, so don't do it i saw someone manage to get it happening on their computer monitor as well which is messed up um <laughs> but yeah like you can run some static on that at least the actual switch screen is not as easy to play static on it to get the image to go away yeah um but yeah so don't use crt filter for now i'm sure they'll probably patch that at some point yeah but yeah we should move on to some brand new games like Money Puzzle Exchanger. <laughs> yes. So I had I picked it up the other day there. 
and the only reason was I was intrigued by that last time you spoke about it for three and a half hours on the podcast. That sounds about right. Yeah. I don't think there's any exaggeration there. <laughs> my my money puzzle exchanger filibuster was, you yes. know, <laughs> it changed yeah. the world forever. So I was looking for another puzzle game and I'm kind of crossed out at the moment and lumens out and, and stuff like that and mm. I thought well I'll try this and I had I had points left I had like eight pounds worth of points in my loyalty point system so mm. I used a few well six pound odd of those and I so I got the game for nothing that's a good uh, price yes very good price and it's it's a good game I the way you were explaining it, I don't think I grasped the concept of it. It's a weird concept. I can't think of any yeah. other games that play like it. Yeah, it is. So for anyone, just to quickly try and run through, see how quickly I can explain the game. So the game is basically uh, it's a match match three, except you're not matching three, you're matching certain types. Um, there are six different types of coins in the game there are ones tens and one hundreds three of those uh, you need five of the same of those for them to match and they'll either disappear or they will go up to the next coin up so ones become tens ten becomes 100 uh etc uh, then there's five fifties and five hundreds uh, you only need two of those to match up Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. The other thing is is that you don't fire a shot, uh, you know, like uh, what's the popping game, the balloon game oh, that I'm thinking of? Um, I'm blanking on it, but people know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You don't have a coin, and you have to fire it to match. What you do is you actually take a coin. You you draw it from the screen, and you you hold it, and then you fire it up to another another coin. Uh, you can, and then you can grab all the coins of the same type. Say you've got four of them in a row, you can pull four of them down and then fire them to match the other four, the the fifth one, and then they'll disappear. That is a simplified version of it, and that's it. That's the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of different modes as well. This is my only complaint of the game is that I would have liked some more modes. Yeah. So you've got a versus mode where you, it's basically it's an arcade battle. There's solo play and then there's a multiplayer, one versus two player. Yeah, it is kind of um, that thing where it is, you know, it was designed for arcades, and as a result, there are basically technically there's three modes just because you can play one of those modes multiplayer. But yeah, there's, you know, yes, and there is a, a score mode, and then there's it's weird because it's almost like a fighting game arcade mode because you go up against different people and you go yes. through like a series of progressively harder opponents um, yes which is really good but yeah it's I think the reason to buy money puzzle exchanger is primarily for multiplayer and none of these arcade archives releases of Neo Geo games on the Switch have online multiplayer which sucks yeah um, but they do all work with one Joy-Con so they work really well for that for that kind right. of multiplayer. Yeah, so um how far have you gotten in that kind of arcadey mode? Oh my god, um I beat it once 
Right, okay, did you have to change the difficulty level or? No, no, I just had to sink a bunch of fake money into it a lot and <laughs> bash my head against it over and over and over. Um, right. I eventually got through on the default difficulty. Um, it does have difficulty settings though, yeah, you can change it. Go in and yeah. mess with the dip switches, you know? Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it is, it's a good game. Uh-huh. Uh, the arcade mode is very difficult though yes as you expect from an arcade game yeah the other thing is is then when you go to the solo mode as well it it gives no quarter it just keeps throwing down there's no you don't clear a board and it goes oh well done and let's move on to level 2 it doesn't do that it's just continuous and like you say it was made as an arcade game to put coins into it and it was made from the looks of it very quickly, very cheaply. Um, you know, so the, I don't no, know I, I, that, I, I'm, no, I'm not trying to be uh, derogatory. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that it was made as that there wasn't. They did as much as they had to do to get the game out. If that makes any sense, they didn't add any more like a story mode, or they didn't. Um, yeah, sure. But I also feel like they spent a bunch of money on uh, voice acting for it is probably what happened well, <laughs> because yeah. they have characters like the main character that looks a lot like Cardcaptor Sakura who is voiced by the woman who played Cardcaptor Sakura <laughs> yeah um, but if if you have a look at the games of you know when this came when this came out and how the other games were that was the big thing uh, the, as long as the game looked pretty and it sounded good yeah definitely and was you know, hard enough to steal your money. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I was getting at. That they did as much as they had to, and they didn't put anything else. You know, so the things that I'm saying, like, you know, make it make levels so you can level up, and yeah. it gives you a break and a breather, because the game lasts. Every game is quite quick, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. There's not. It's not like certain arcade games that you could go and you could play like Tekken. If you were skilled enough, you could play through the entire game of Tekken, the entire arcade mode on one coin. Hmm. There's no way in hell you could have ever done that with this. No, it's really difficult. <laughs> if someone had yeah. went in and changed the difficulty of the machine, no, you not. Um, but I also feel like part of that is because... It's the way a lot of fighting games were for those things, like especially SNK fighting games. Um, yeah. Where there isn't a lot of story. The arcade mode is good, but also has... Like, SNK games were notorious for having the most difficult final boss fights in, like, all of arcade games because... Yes. It was kind of just what they did. Yeah. But they were kind of more built around multiplayer. Like, the whole point of them was you're going to play yes. this with someone else. Which yeah. I feel like... I feel like they treated Money Puzzle Exchanger like that. Like, it's like a fighting game. Like, they made it for multiplayer first, and then we're like, also, it has an arcade mode. Also, yeah. it has just an endless mode that you get points. Yeah. So, Samurai Showdown mm-hmm. was uh, one that we used to play in the arcades, and myself and a couple other guys that I knew, we were very good at the game, and we could sit and we could take on challenger after challenger and beat them. 
mm. no problems. But none of us, even the guys that could beat me and, you know, the guys that spent hours and hours and hours in front of that arcade machine, I didn't see anyone that could get past level four. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, you get to a certain point and it's like, I'm done now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they, they were quite famous for that. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it's it's a good game. I just would have liked some more. I would like them to do a a new version of it. Yeah, you know what? If they're doing all of these revivals of arcade games, you know, we're getting new Samurai Showdown stuff. Someone make a new Money Puzzle. So, like, they're making a new Windjammers. I love yes. Windjammers, but come on. Making you money puzzle exchanger. <laughs> there was actually yeah. a game. Uh, there was actually a game quite similar to Money Puzzle Exchanger on the PS3. It was like a PS3. I don't know if it was a launch game, but it was like one of the first digital only games on there. Um, uh-huh. There was a game you've probably seen it, and you probably don't remember it because um, I think we got it on PS Plus at some point as well. There was, uh, I think you were like a, a toad, and you were like eating up flies and spitting them back out. And then the flies got bigger. Um, but it was basically money puzzle exchanger, except you were matching flies instead of money. Um, it was like a right. very PS3 game. You probably recognize it if you saw it, because it was, again, it was early. So you probably, like, you probably owned it either by purchasing it or because you got it for free at some point. Because, <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the name of it, though. I'm completely blanking on it. Um, I'm Googling PS3 frog game. This will go well. <laughs> nope, none of these are. Uh, I'll look for this. But anyway, I'm right. glad that you seem to be enjoying Money Puzzle Exchanger. Yeah, I, I'm not too sure how much more I'm going to play of it unless you know we meet up and we'll play multiplayer and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, assuming we play board games on Saturday, I'm sure we will also maybe have a round yes. or two of this. <laughs> yes, I imagine so. Yeah. <laughs> excellent yeah so I think that is it is it not yeah that's all we've got for games we've not been playing a lot new but we did manage to talk for an hour about NES games so (laughs) it's not bad yeah not bad at all cool so shall we do some news yes which I should have been more prepared for given I actually put it in the document for once (laughs) <laughs> um, so I'll start with the one that I actually have open, which is um, the list of the upcoming games for the NES Online Classic, blah, 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 blah. Um, yes. So we listed all the ones that were there just now earlier. Uh, in October, we're getting NES Open Tournament Golf, which, if I remember right, is a very good golf game. It is, yes. Is that a good one? I know there's a couple of really good golf games for the... That's the uh, Mario the, one. Yes, that's the Mario one. It, it was... I I used to like it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Solomon's Key? Oh! I don't know what that one is. I don't think I've played that. Solomon's Key is... It was... Imagine Zelda on crack. It's one of the... One of the hardest games of its time. Oh, I'm looking at... I think I have played this, actually. I think I, I, think I played... I think had. I played, like, a rip-off version of this. I don't think I played the original. I think I played right. like the Amiga fake version of this. Ah, oh, right, okay. Um, yeah, because my mom played a lot of 
fake Amiga versions of real games. <laughs> Playing like Super Gianna Sisters and all that shit. Um, Alright. Uh, Super Dodgeball. That's a game. Uh, I don't know how well that it. holds up. but I don't know. Super Dodgeball is the River City Ransom people. Uh, it was originally an arcade game. Right, okay. Um, I, I'm I think I've only played the Neo Geo version, but that game is like very good. Like it's right, okay. uh, it's not Windjammers esque, but it's you know similar kind of like really arcadey over the top dodgeball. Uh-huh. Um, like it's really good. Um, they've also got listed uh, for EU releases specifically SP versions of three of the games that are currently on there, and no one knows what this means. They just said it's special editions. Um, right. Okay. So I think. People are suspecting it's just going to be extra translations for these games, for because I think they're only in English just now. Right. Okay. So Double Dragon, Gradius, and Super Mario Bros. Three will get that in October, whatever that means. And right. In November, we'll be getting Metroid, Mighty Bomb Jack, and Twin B. Which those I don't know what Mighty Twin- Bomb Jack is. Mighty Bomb Jack. Twin B's great. Yeah, Twin B's good. Twin B's really good. Um, I almost bought a Twin B. Actually, I almost bought two for. I bought a. I nearly bought a Gwyn B. Uh, toy for my desk at work, and then didn't. And Nathan keeps telling me to buy it. (laughs) He's going, man, your desk will look a lot better if it had a Win B toy on it. I'm like, yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Uh, (laughs) It would. Um. Mighty Bomb Jack. It looks kind of Solomon Keys esque. It rings a bell, uh, but I, I'm too lazy to actually go and have a look and see what it is. Oh, yeah, I don't think I ever played it. It looks like another one of those kind of like hard platformer things. I guess it's technically a platformer. I don't know. You probably have bombs in it. I guess. Metroid's really good. That first Metroid's kind of hard to play, but it's a good game still. Um, then in December, uh, the Adventures of Lolo, which is okay. good, I believe. That's like a top-down kind of, um, not Zelda-ish, but it's more like kind of a puzzly thing. Uh, that game's actually genuinely good as well. I don't know how well it holds up, but uh, the SP nice. version of the Legend of Zelda, so whatever that means. Uh, Wario's Woods, which I believe is a okay. puzzle game. Um. Yeah, that's like the it's. I'm pretty sure Warriors Woods is just Puyo Puyo. I'm pretty sure it's just. Um... Oh no, it's not. It's not Puyo Puyo. It's kind of like Puyo Puyo, except you play as Toad, like on the field, and instead of things dropping down and you choosing where to land, you're picking things up and moving them around the board. It's really weird. Right. It's like a combination of Puyo Puyo and a two D platformer. Um. And then the last one for December is Ninja Gaiden, the first one. Oh, okay. Which is kind of a good choice, I think. And kind yeah. of is a good way of them being like, hey, we're going to have some third-party shit on here. It's not all... I mean, obviously Twin B stuff was as well, but Ninja Gaiden's a bit bigger than most of those. Yeah. All um, right, okay. Yeah. But that's all they've got listed so far. Um, I'm looking forward to Dodgeball. I think Dodgeball will be quite fun with online. But other than that, meh. Yeah. 
Yeah, more games. Um, if I can rope either you or Paul into it, we might try and do video stuff to cover those as they come out. Cause yeah, that'd, that'd be a fun be good, thing yeah. to do. Yeah, that'd I think fun. so. Um, and in other news, which I should have really opened while I was doing this, given that was kind <laughs> of the point, um, there's a Nintendo Direct. Woohoo! Which had a bunch of stuff in it. We sat and watched it together. We did, yes. Paul, I say together. We were all in Discord chatting over it. Um, right after we recorded last week. Like the moment we finished the podcast last week. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it was... Oh, God. What did they... They started with um, a real... There's a lot of like just tricks in this. Like a lot of like Nintendo intentionally tricking people throughout this direct. Yes, yeah. Uh, so, so they started off with a, was it a Luigi's Mansion three? Yeah. But they already announced they're doing Luigi's Mansion for three DS, like a remake of the first one. Yes. And they did that Smash Brothers trailer with Luigi Mansion at the start of it. So no one really, or at least I didn't think it was actually going to be a new Luigi's Mansion game. But then, lo and behold, Luigi's Mansion 3 for the Switch. Which is... That could be cool. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find a really good summary of this direct, actually. Sorry, give me a second. I'm trying to remember what else they announced. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm actually scrolling on the uh, Nintendo Direct on the switch to see on the new section to see if oh, they can that's probably smart. see anything but the only thing i can do is actually watch the thing <laughs> uh let me scroll back a bit uh i need to keep some of these news stories i'm scrolling past open though because they're interesting um ba-ba. there's uh, so after luigi's mansion there was Kirby's extra epic yarn. Yeah, they did a couple of 3DS things to start with. Yes. So yeah, they're porting epic yarn to the 3DS, which is neat. That game's good. Not going to dust off my 3DS for it. Uh huh. Because why would I? Um. But yeah, that's neat. Um, and then they showed more of that Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story for 3DS. Yes. Which. That's more tempting for me to dust off my 3DS because that's a really, really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was... Yeah, uh, Those these were all games that I never played the first time round. Uh, I do remember you being quite... Uh, you, yeah, the Bowser's one, you were... I can remember you, you saying it was very good. Bowser's Inside Story. Like, all of those Mario and Luigi games are really good. Um, even I even really like that Paper Mario... What was it called? Like Mario and Luigi Paper Jam. Oh yes, yeah. Like I enjoyed that a lot, even though that's kind of most people's like least favorite of them. Yeah, I think that's just because yeah. I've got a soft spot for Paper Mario in general. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah. that Bowser and Say Story is like almost universally like agreed upon to be the best one. It's yeah, so good. So after that, they showed us a uh, the 3DS version mansion, the remake. Yeah. Which looks alright. It looks kind of rough in places. Like They were like, oh, there's multiplayer now. And the multiplayer character is Luigi, but with like no textures. Yeah. And it runs at like 
10 frames a second judging from that video <laughs> it's like yeah what why would yeah. you show this <laughs> it's like they're intentionally trying to make the 3ds look bad to be like fuckers just buy the switch already look we're struggling to make things run on this thing now it's so yeah. old it was bad <laughs> hardware when we launched it come on <sighs> uh, after that they did some kai watch blasters the yeah it's like Rick a free thing Red Cat Corpse and White Dog Squad, that which is, uh, and it was out now. So yeah, it's like a free play thing. Um, yeah, I think it's been out in Japan for a while. Um, I still think. Have you got a good summary for this, or are you just looking through? I am. Uh, what I'm doing is I'm actually watching it at double speed. So. Oh, that's a that's <laughs> a genius genius plan. Um, so. After that was the big news. Uh, they started moving into the Switch stuff. And yeah, the like, big thing was the Splatoon 2 update, which yeah, looked amazing. I'm looking forward to that. That's definitely their go- them going, hey, you're going to be paying for online now, so we better keep our games up to date. Yes. We know you guys love Splatoon 2. So. Yeah. So from what we could see of the trailer, it looked like they were adding new weapons. They were adding new stages. Um, and new customizations to the characters. Yeah, it all looks great. I love all the new costumes and stuff. The new stage, or at least, yeah. what, I don't know if it's great. It's probably even more than one stage, but like the new theme for the stage that they showed was like kind of more like traditional Japanese. Yes. Kind of yeah. hot springy looking thing. Yep. Um, uh, there was new music to go with it as well. Yeah. Which was great. Yeah, it went. Yeah, so... It was way more J-poppy than the music has been so far, but also uh-huh. still very Splatoon two, and I kind of yes. loved it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then uh, then they showed Mega Man Eleven. They did, yeah. Um, which would have, if you know, this direct got delayed, but would have probably originally been the whole and the demo's out now kind of thing. But yes, because it's yeah. delayed a week. The demo had been out for a week. Yeah, um, we um, talked about the demo last week. It's very we, good. We we did, yeah. So this was uh, this is my first time seeing it, and it looked amazing. Yeah, looked really good. I love the the style of it. There's been a real hubbub about it, a big controversy about that game. Yeah, because I don't know how much you've played of the previous Mega Man games, but in Mega no. Man, it's a tradition that when you get to the boss door, you jump into the boss door. And the screen scrolls, but you stay stuck in the jump animation. And you stay hovering oh, there yeah. until the of next course. screen. Yeah. In Mega Man 11, when you jump into the boss door, you land and then walk through the door. And people oh, are no. in an uproar about it. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I'm like... <laughs> semi-ironically annoyed about it and mostly actually kind of annoyed. Because it's actually genuinely like... <laughs> Like, it probably started as a glitch, but they've made so many Mega Man games with, you know, more they, advanced, te- techno- advanced technology than the NES ones. That, yeah, and it becomes, like, a staple. Yeah, like, all the Super Nintendo games still had that in it. Like, they yeah. explicitly went out of their way to not do it this time. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe it'll be Yeah, good. well, I know how they feel, because when they did the Resident Evil remake and they took out the Jill Sandwich... And they yeah. took it they, when they, they made do... when they made the script good. And it's yeah, like, and part of the they fun took out was the... that it wasn't. Yeah, you know they they took out the master of unlocking, and mm. it was like, oh no, 
Um, <laughs> I don't know if they yeah. ever did, but they really should have like released a pack that just had all the original voice lines on it for that. Yeah. That would be good. So after that, they gave us some more detail on Mario Tennis getting updates. Yeah, so they're adding a few more characters. There's Bardo. There's uh, Shy Guy Shy and guy. Uh, Koopa Paratrooper. Yeah, which I'm looking forward to Shy Guy. Shy Guy is my go-to in these kind of games. Right. He's my go-to in Mario Kart. Um, and there was also P.T. Piranha. Yeah, which that would be cool. So yeah. it's basically all characters that were in the story mode. Well, I don't know if Bardo was. Bardo was in story mode, wasn't she? Uh, yeah, she was, yeah. I think she was, yeah. I'm but the rest sure of them definitely was. were. Yeah. Um, so, and they're, they're going to do it the same way that they've been doing it. Uh, you, If you play a tournament, you can get the character a month early, or otherwise it'll just be the character will yeah. be released at the end of that month. Yeah, which is quite cool. And then they're also actually adding new modes to it. So they're adding like a co-op mode. Uh, where you kind of do your fighting like stage hazards basically so it seems to be challenges kind of similar to what the story mode has where it would be things like oh you know hit tennis balls through all these boos in fact the one uh-huh. they showed was hitting tennis balls at boos a bunch and then a big boo shows up you hit that some of these things are already out like they had a patch that introduced some of these i think they introduced the yeah they added more single player challenges i think that part of it's out which is all about uh- like um, right. aiming your ball to go through a bunch of hoops and stuff. Right. Um, okay. I believe that stuff's already um, out. Yeah. So the 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 major update they were saying was the nineteenth of September, which in if you're well, you won't be listening to this as we're recording it, but we're recording this on the twentieth, so it would have been yesterday. <laughs> it would be like it would have been a week ago by the time this goes up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> have we're going with these at the moment. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Then after they announced the Capcom beat 'em up bundle. Yes. Which this also feels like an announcement that you know they planned to go up a week before it did, given the release date was, you know, Tuesday. So yes. It's like and then it's basically like you know five days before it came out. Um, yes. Yeah. And it was like pre-order, pre-order, pre-order available shortly after this presentation yeah, as exactly. well. Exactly. So. Um, uh, so it's final five yeah. in it. Yeah, Final Fight. Uh, King of Dragons, Captain Commando. Knights of the Round. Knights of the Round. Which actually, I also uh, quite like Knights of the Round. Knights of the Round is yeah. the one actually makes one best. Warriors of Fate. Right. Uh, so Armored only... Warriors, which has never came out before, except yes. on Arcade, which looks yep. kind of cool because it's giant mechs blowing shit up. Yeah. And Battle Circuit, which also has never came out outside of Arcades. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a really good bundle. I just can't bring myself to buy a bunch of beat em ups. <laughs> um, it's only like fifteen ninety nine, I think. I fifteen ninety nine, and it has the drop in, drop out co op yeah. uh, online. I it's, think you should buy it. Man, it's almost tempting. <laughs> like even as someone who doesn't like beat em ups that much, it seems like just cheap enough that I, you know, I'll power through yeah. those on like a Friday night on Discord or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. New Super Mario Bros. U is coming to the Switch. This yes. leaked like ages ago. Like we've kind of known that this was coming. Yeah, yeah. Like the big question has just been when, rather than whether. It comes bundled with all the uh, new Super Luigi U stuff that they did on the Wii U as well. Yeah. So it's 164 courses all in or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, those games are good. I will yep. probably pick that up, even though I already own it on the Wii U, just because I never finished it on the Wii U. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh Yeah. And then. Uh, they 
the big teased announcement. us with the yeah the big announcement, uh, which is the remake of uh, Katamari Damacy. Yeah, seems to just be the first one. Um, which do you yes. the first one's great. I'm gonna buy that. Katamari Damacy is fantastic. Yeah, uh, so they they've got motion controls in it as well. Uh, I yeah, I think it, that, but, but yeah, it it, de- it depends how much it's going to be. But uh, forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> I you uh, know what? I hope it's priced well, but I will probably end up buying it regardless because I like that game so much. Yeah, and the music's so good. Oh, yeah. camera to Messi. There's nothing quite <laughs> like it. Except for Donut County, which I forgot to talk about again this week. But we'll do it next week, if I remember. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, next, they gave us a little video, and it was all about the Nintendo's online service launching, and yeah. just gave us details of what it was. So, you know, you can play games online. Well, we've already spoke about it, so... Yeah. It's like, hey, you can play games online, and you've got the NES games, and you can save data to the cloud. And special yep. offers. Yeah, and then they showed those NES Joy-Cons, which look... Yeah, they look like NES controllers. Yeah, um, those things... I've got to say it again, they're ugly. I mean, they're NES controllers. NES controllers were always ugly. They look so ugly, I'm, especially on the Switch. I will give yeah. you that. So I'm just watching the video, and you they actually teased... You can see some of the games flip. Yeah. Uh, what What's coming out. So the Super Dodgeball... Uh, Solomon's Key, NES Open, Mighty Bomb Jack, and Metroid. Yeah, so it is basically the next couple of months. Yeah. Stuff, which is smart. Um, then they showed Pokemon Let's Go. Nothing really yes. new there. Um, they announced the bundle, which I think we talked about last week. Yeah. Because uh, it had already been announced before then, because again, this direct got delayed. <laughs> this stuff was probably meant to come out during there. Yeah. Um, then Diablo 3, which again we already knew about, that was announced beforehand. Um, that looks really good. Yes. Uh, it's got uh, full price, is the only issue. Yeah. Um, Mario Party as well, they gave us some details on that. Yeah. It looks like. I think it was just a trailer, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, that game looks fine. It's, they hinted that there being slightly more single player content than is usual for a Mario Party, which is probably smart, but. Yeah, it's still a Mario Party game. I can't. Yeah, they're fine, but I, I can't. Yeah. Um, they also uh, Game Freak is working on a new game. Yes, yeah, called Town. Um, this actually was probably the kind of surprise. The the one real big surprise from this direct that somehow didn't leak out after the day. Yes. Yeah. It looks really good. Yeah, it looked really really good. Um, uh, I hope this is the engine they use for the next Pokemon game. <laughs> yeah, it looks stunning. <laughs> it's really nice looking. Yeah, um, and the game looks really cool. It doesn't look like Pokemon, which is good. Like it looks like they're making something new. It doesn't. I can't even think of like an RPG to compare it to. Like, well, little we see of the combat, and it looks weird. I don't know mm-hmm. how to describe it. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I hope that. Yeah. Uh, after that, there was a some crack for uh, Ben, uh, our editor, and also you, which is yeah, Nintendo Switch version of City Skyline. I've come so close to buying this so many times. Oh. Um, apparently, so people have been digging into how well this runs on the Switch. Yeah. 
Apparently it runs really well undocked, which was kind of their focus. Uh-huh. Like, they wanted to make it run really well portably because they're like, well, that's kind of the new thing about it. You can play City Skylines at your PC and it's fine, but you can't take it with you. Um, but docked, it doesn't run super good. And they said they're going to patch it, they're working on it, but it's still just like, that's unfortunate. Um, but I'm so tempted to buy it. That game's so good. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, things as well. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I might pick it up. It comes with a DLC. It's quite expensive, but... Yes, uh, £35, I think it's going yeah. for here in the UK. Yeah. Which yeah. is about what it is on like the Xbox and stuff like that, but still, it's... on PC, you could pick it up for like a fiver now. Yeah. Uh, after that was a mech shooter called uh, Damon Machina. Yeah, this is the game they started their E3 conference with this year. Um it yeah, looks it, great. I actually like what they showed here way more than what they showed at E3. It looks right. way faster paced than what they showed at E3. It looks. Yeah. It, I think we. I said when we were watching it before. It reminds me of Zone of the Enders. Yes, it was. I'm just looking at it here as well. It reminds. Me just in a little bit of the style of, uh, oh the, the games where you you're fighting the giant insects. Oh, EDF. Yes. Yeah, I can see I, that, I guess. Yeah. Just in a little bit of the style yeah. that they were using as I well. I love the art style for it as well. Like, it's got this kind of cel-shaded look with these, like, really saturated colours and harsh shadows. And yeah. it looks gorgeous. I'm really looking forward to this game. I hope they, I hope it all works out well, because it looks great. Yeah. Um, um, then they finally showed Yoshi again for the first yes. time since... When did they last show Yoshi? Like last E3? Was it? it yeah, went, it, it was. It went silent the, for a long time. Yeah, it was on one of the directs and they just said he's coming and then that was it, if I remember correctly. No, no, at E3 they showed a bunch of gameplay of it. Like they had, oh, some, did they? They had right. people sitting playing it, but this looks, it, it looks like they redid a lot of it. Like it looks very different from what they showed there. Yeah. Um, it looks fantastic though. It's called Yoshi's Crafted World. That's it, yeah. Um, it's all paper crafted and yarn Yoshi-ish and it looks really fun so yeah yeah I'm looking forward to that one yeah that's coming uh, out in uh, spring 2019 yes uh, next was this one was uh, I don't know if it was a bit of a surprise but it was yeah uh, they had uh, Asmodee Digital um, and they so they announced that they're bringing various board games to the Switch mm-hmm. yeah. um, digital versions the only big so surprise pretty- from this for me is that the Lord of the Rings card game, the digital version, looks exactly like Hearthstone. Yes, <laughs> they, they ripped yeah. off Hearthstone so much. Yeah. <laughs> so they're bringing uh, digital versions of Carcassonne, Pandemic, and like Kieran said, the Lord of the Rings Living Card mm-hmm. Game, and it does. It looks it's Hearthstone. It's just Hearthstone, uh, um, and then also the Munchkin manage- Dungeon yeah, Crawler thing. Yeah, so there's a dungeon crawler based on Steve Jackson's Munchkin as well coming. So, yeah, uh, the it depends how much they're going to be. So, the digital version of the Living Card game, I think, is going to be free for most of the places. Um, and then you know, you'll just buy the packs and the mm. adventures as they come up. So, I don't know how they're going to do it. Sense. Yeah, on I assume the... they would do that. Here. Well, 
uh, most of the stuff in the eShop at the moment is normally coming out at a premium, isn't it? Because it's still taken as, you know, early adopters and things like yeah, that. Yeah, but free-to-play stuff is still free-to-play. Yeah. So, it would be interesting to see what they do. And there was also Catan Universe as well, which they didn't show anything. They yeah, just said it's coming. Yeah. Uh, Catan would be quite a good one, actually. Yeah. Then, next up was... Uh, again, this was leaked... Um, so it wasn't a surprise when it was announced, which was Civilization Six. We spoke about it on a podcast yeah. last week, I think. I look forward to that. I'm going by that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's uh, my time. Yep. One of the day one uh, purchases for me yeah. as well. I think. Don't care if it's going to be fifth nine nine nine. Going to buy it. Yep. Um, the one thing for me is they didn't they didn't mention it. it doesn't say on the website whether it comes with the expansion. No, they yeah, mentioned all... it coming with all of the updates and DLC, right? But th- th- that doesn't necessarily mean that the expansion. Yeah. Um, and I've not played the expansion for it, so I can't tell if like anything they show in the trailer is expansion content. Uh huh. Um, but that would be kind of a. It really needs the expansion, I think. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, next up, they showed us some more uh, footage for Starlink. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like we were saying when we were watching this, I don't know because Rebel Galaxy is coming out. Yeah. So I th- this has become. I think it looks interesting. It looks kind of cool. Um, uh, friend of the show Nathan has pre-ordered this solely because he wants the Star Fox and Arwing toys, and I've come like this close to doing the same for the same reason. Um, <sighs> I I have enough toys. That's the only reason I've not done it. It's like I have too many yeah. toys already. I don't need more toys. Well, I bought the uh, the special edition Amiibos for um, uh, oh, what's the, the band in I'm just reaching for it now. Uh, Peril and Marina from uh, Splatoon <laughs> yeah. 2. Uh, off the hook. Yes. Yeah. it's They're still sitting in their package. I haven't taken them out. That's, and it's like keep if them mint condition, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. If I buy like the Starlink stuff, fucking, his Paul with his fucking Funko Pops. Yes, yeah, he refuses. No, I, I don't know. I, actually, I don't know why I haven't taken them out the packet yet. And it's not to keep them in mint condition. It was, because uh, when I bought them, I, I'd said to and these things, the, the price will in, within a week, the price will double on them. Um, except mine because they're going to go straight out the packet. <laughs> I still haven't done it yet, so yeah, but... that's the same reason that I'm tempted to buy them. Yes, icons. yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Cool. Let's talk about the world ends with you. Final mix. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Again, it's also quite expensive at the moment. Uh, look, pretty yeah. seems quite pricey. But The World yep. Ends With You is a really good DS game that not many people played because it was like... A uh, very limited run, yeah. Limited run, wasn't very well advertised, didn't sell super well, but yeah, had like rem- a very vocal and like, you know, positive fan base about it. Yeah, I, I remember when I bought it and I played halfway through it and it was one of those where I enjoyed it and uh, I think something else was coming in and I thought I'm going to trade it in because I'm not going to play it and I actually got more money on the trade in <laughs> than I actually paid for it so they did eventually do like another run of it so I picked it up when I had my 3DS because I never had a DS 
Yeah. And by that point, you could get a copy for like a tenner. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I I was actually kind of same. Like I really enjoyed it and played like halfway through it and then never finished it. So yeah, I'm tempted same. by the Switch version. Yeah, but it is. It's you. They want full crazy. price for it, so I think it's yeah. is it forty nine ninety nine. Um, I don't think it's quite that. Much. I think it's. I don't think it's full price, but yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. It's full price, um, yeah, yeah, I'm not too sure. Um, it comes out the twelfth of October anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, they... which is a busy time that is just sending that out to die because there's so much coming out yeah yeah um, um, yeah and then the uh, first major DLC which has also been sold uh, on its own as well standalone yeah. for Xenoblade Chronicles 2 uh, Torna the Golden Country Golden Cunts um, <laughs> whatever that game's fine yeah, so uh, physical version comes out uh, on the 21st, so it's Friday the 21st of September, and uh, it was available immediately for people who own the expansion that, pass. Yeah. 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 Took me out everywhere by the time this podcast yeah. is up. So then they gave us a, a whole coming soon, kind yeah. of. So like Warframe. For the Switch. Yeah, there was Warframe. Just Dance. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Um, nothing super exciting. Like, Warframe coming out in November. Was it November or December? Like, coming out towards the end of the year is interesting. Yeah. Because I like that again. Uh, yeah. But there's uh, a lot then... of stuff you already knew about, like FIFA and Team Sonic Racing and stuff like that. Yeah, Team Sonic Racing. I'm. Yeah, there was no date on that. They just said winter. Uh, yeah. I'm still looking forward to that. And also, uh, the footage of it looked a it, lot rougher than you would expect yeah it it didn't even look as good as the the 360 you yeah. know it just yeah so i'm so, wondering if that's i'm hoping that pulls together because those games are usually good yeah yeah um and then yeah. there was N- nba 2k and uh, 2k playgrounds 2 yeah which i still can't believe they're making a playgrounds 2 playgrounds yeah, 1 only it, came out a year ago and was uh, yeah it was fine but it was you know <laughs> i don't know i wouldn't buy a second one yeah they, they gave shack fu away for free is like an apology for that yeah <laughs> free is too much money for shack fu yeah like the new one like i have some <laughs> you know ironic love for the shitty old shack fu fighting game uh-huh this one's just it's a really bad beat up with some borderline <laughs> racist jokes in it and it's like what is this how did you ship this um uh-huh. but then yeah actually some of the more interesting and again stuff that didn't leak for the most part news for this um so we knew the uh, final fantasy crystal chronicles was getting a remaster for switch and yeah. also ps4 and stuff which is why yeah. it got announced oh, beforehand yeah yeah you jumped the gun uh, oh. because we've also seen uh, lego Oh DC. yeah, yeah. Yep. Then it was the Final Fantasy stuff. Yeah, sorry. Lego DC, whatever. <laughs> it's just Lego game every other week. It's fine. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah Crystal Chronicles. Gonna have online multiplayer. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I Crystal Chronicles was one that I didn't play because was it GameCube? It was GameCube with four Game Boy Advances. Yes. It was yeah, a that's difficult the one. game to play. Um, I think yeah. I played it. I'm pretty sure I only played it like once, if I played it at all. I don't remember. Maybe right. I just watched a lot of it and got memories confused. It was a yeah. while ago. Um, uh, 
Then it was the Final Fantasy Fifteen Pocket. Yeah, which is that kind of chibi art style thing. Oh man, um, it today is the last day to actually buy it, and I'm so close to buying it. Well, to buy it at the discount. Yeah, yes, to buy it at the discount. Yeah, I should say that. It's quite expensive. It's like well, normally, yeah, it's twenty six quid normally or twenty five pound normally. Yeah. But you can get it for fifteen pounds if you buy it now. And yeah. I will never play through it, but I am so tempted to pick it up, mainly because I like that art I, style. Actually, I think I'm going to buy it because I, I'm never going to... Not never, but I've still to play through a hell of a lot of 15 proper. I've so. finished 15. I'm happy with that. I'm so happy I finished <laughs> that game. I ended up enjoying it by the end as well. Like It's, it's a good game. It's yeah. unfinished, but it's a good game. Then there was... A game that uh, I'm going to buy for the third time, <laughs> which is World of Final Fantasy, and it's the uh, they're calling it World of Final Fantasy Maxima. I'm probably going to buy this on Switch as well because I only bought this once before I bought it on the Vita, and mainly stopped playing it because the frame rate on the Vita was so terrible. Yeah, um, but this seems to be yeah. Then there was a Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon. Yeah, which that's cool. That was a Wii game before, I believe. Uh. Maybe? I, I want to say it was a, a GBA game at one point. Yeah, well, they've done a couple of them. I think this one specifically yeah. was... Ah, right, game. yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to Google it while you keep talking about the rest of the games. Cool, no problems. And then they showed a probably one of the worst Final Fantasies, which was uh, 12. That was close. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, both of those are controversial statements. <laughs> yes, yeah. So twelve, the Zodiac Age is coming. Uh, People in like that game. Twenty nineteen, and then they showed final some older Final Fantasies, which this one was weird though because they showed Final Fantasy seven, Final Fantasy ten, and Final Fantasy nine or or ten and ten two. No Final Fantasy eight, <laughs> which that weird. is weird. Yeah. Final um, like never got a re-release. No, and I, I think I'm in the minority um, that fi- I really liked Final Fantasy VIII. I, I, I honestly, I make fun of Final Fantasy VIII, but I actually barely played it. So, <laughs> like I, I, I really liked it. It had some very set piece, very good set pieces. I liked the villains. Uh, yeah, and I loved the card game that was in it. Yeah. Um, uh, the Chocobo game is a remake of Final Fantasy Fables Chocobo's Dungeon, which was a Wii game. Right. And it's a mystery dungeon game, so like it plays like all the mystery dungeon games do. Uh, um, but yeah, I saw a rumour that I don't know if there's any actual evidence to support that Square Enix like, lost the source code for Final Fantasy VIII, and that's why they've never done a re-release of it. Like, they physically can't. Oh, wow, really? Um which happened a lot with like Japanese companies back then, so it's definitely plausible. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's an odd one. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Next up was a uh, there was some information about a little known game that's uh, coming out a uh, Smoosh. That's it, Smoosh Brothers. Or, Smush, yeah, Smoosh. Super Smoosh Brothers. Yeah, yeah, some sort of marshmallow type characters or something. Um, yes, so it was the, the they were showing us the Nintendo dock for the Switch. Yes, yeah. special controller. Nintendo was going all in on bundles this holiday. 
Yeah. It feels like them going like we've not really talked about it on the podcast because we don't really talk about sales numbers and stuff. Um, but like Nintendo's forecast for Switch sales for this year, this financial year, so from I think their financial year ends in May, maybe June, uh-huh. from like let's say June till June, um, was twenty million units. And yep. that's a lot of units. That's more than they sold in the first year of the Switch. Not much more. Like they sold like sixteen million, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was with a brand new Zelda game, a brand new console, and a brand new Mario game. And they like sold less year over year of the last couple of months. And so people are like, they're never going to sell twenty million during this year. That's just impossible. Despite the fact, <laughs> of course, they have a new Pokemon game and Smash Brothers. But now they're also doing. This really good Pokemon bundle, a Smash Bros. bundle, a Fortnite bundle, <laughs> and it's like, okay, they're gonna sell some switches. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, the Smash Bros. bundle looks alright. I mean, the Joy Cons don't look the Joy Cons are the thing that sell me on these. And I don't like the Smash Bros. ones. Um But Yeah. I also find it really weird because this bundle comes out in November. Is that not it. when? Is that not when the order comes out for uh, when you can order it, or is that when it becomes available? That's when it becomes available because they want it out before Black Friday, I assume. Right. Okay. Yeah, but the Smash Brothers is only play- playable from the seventh of December. Yep. So it comes with a code that you can redeem. Ah, right. And okay, it will eight. preload the game, presumably. But right, so you can't play it for. They're selling a bundle that you can't play the bundled game for a month after the console comes out. This is this is like the Star Trek, the Star Wars figures all over again from the. So set. weird. I can't think of. Like we've had so many weird business practices with pre-orders and bundles and stuff over the years. This is the weirdest. I can't yeah. think of another time where they've went. Oh, you can buy this console now. Imagine if you bought like the Wii, and it was like, oh man. You got the Wii and it's got this fantastic bundled end game, Wii Sports. It'll come out in a month. Yeah. You'd be like you'd be like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. It's bizarre. It was, it was, it was strange. Um I mean it's only a month. It won't matter after that month is over because all the bundles will have the game. But it's still bizarre. Yeah, it is, it's weird. Um Yeah. So, and then they uh, did another bait and switch. Yes. So they they knew. They knew everyone was waiting for an Animal Crossing game to get announced. Yes. And they also knew that everyone would know that because the only Smash Bros. thing they talked about during this conference was that this bundle, bundle that everyone was going to know they were announced a Smash Bros. character. So yep. they did the whole thing of Isabel from Animal Crossing going back and forth talking a lot. The slowest yeah. goddamn trailer because they knew specifically mentioning both Smash Brothers and Animal Crossing to confuse yes. people more. Yeah. And then, yeah, Isabel's going to be in Smash Brothers. It was like a... It was two minutes of talking, of video, <laughs> before was, she before she so actually good. shows up in Smash. It was so good. And the whole time, it's like, I can't... Like, it's all worded in such a way that it's like, it could be either. At any point, yes. they're going to announce one of these two things. Either she's yeah. in Smash Brothers or they're announcing Animal Crossing. It could go either way. Yeah. And then they announced Smash Brothers, which was the obvious one. It was obvious yes. that was going to happen. 
And then once the Smash yeah. Bros. trailer uh, finished, they switched to Tom Nook watching the Smash Bros. trailer, and <laughs> he turns around <laughs> the screen and he's like, "All right, well, I guess I better get this place all fixed up in time for people coming back for playing Smash Bros." And Animal Crossing's coming in 2019 for the Switch. Yeah, it was weird. It was really good. They're so good at these trailers now. They're too good at these trailers now. Because <laughs> they did the same thing with the um, the King K. Roll trailer last time. Where it was like, hey, we... You know, they had the whole Donkey Kong thing and King K. Roll had been like the most... One of the most requested characters in Smash Brothers. Uh-huh. And so they had the whole Donkey Kong thing and it seemed like that's where it was going to go they showed like his silhouette and then it was King DDD dressed up as him and it was like right. oh it's such a good bait and switch and then actually announced them as well yeah they're getting so good at this and then also like as people pointed out so people figured out that Luigi's Mansion 3 was probably going to be a thing because if you remember the last direct when Luigi dies at the start Yes. When they announced all the Castlevania things. And they like did the start thing again where they were like, Oh, it looks like Luigi's Mansion. He was using his, you know, Hoover gun thing he uses for fighting ghosts. But yes. it didn't look anything like the version that he used in the first two Luigi's Mansion games. Right. And people were like, That's really weird. Smash Bros. is usually like so close to the models for the games that the characters are from. It'd be really weird to just do a different model for this <laughs> and then yeah now we get Luigi's Mansion 3 and guess what his Hoover looks like it looks like the one from that Smash Bros trailer oh wow <laughs> it's really good <laughs> yeah um, but yeah that was the rest of, that was the Nintendo Direct I thought it was pretty good overall yeah um, it would have been a bit better if some of the stuff hadn't leaked but it, you know what it's game announcements yeah yeah um hey. Yeah, it was still good. There was uh, some nice surprises in there, and uh, I do like the way that they they do it. Where they, you know, by the way, this is out now. I, mm-hmm. um, you know, or uh, you know, a couple hours from now, you'll be able to get it on the shop. And yeah. I, I do like that kind of way that they do things. Yeah, um, I love that. Especially they when they do it for full games, like yes you know everyone does that in some way now and usually it's like yes. oh there's one thing there's gonna be some indie game that comes out during the sony press conference at e3 always happens same with xbox yeah and nintendo are like i don't know city skylines is on the switch now i guess and it's like what what yeah the whole of city sky what <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it is it's um it's a bit i like it it's cool yeah, it's cool. Um, all right, and non-Nintendo news. Yes. There's a new mini classic coming. Woo! This time, not a Nintendo one, not an yeah. SNK one, not a Mega Drive. Not, although I do also have a new story about that. But oh, okay. The PlayStation Classic is coming. It's gonna be a mini right. PS One. It looks really yeah. nice, actually. It looks. It looks looks like a PS1. Um, Comes with little USB PlayStation 1 controllers. They're not DualShocks, though, which is an odd choice given one of the games. Like, there's going to be 20 games on it, and they've only announced five of them so far, 
But one of those games is Red Racer 4. Yeah. Which specifically had analog stick support. <laughs> um, uh, yes, and uh, DualShock. Yeah. I would assume it will still have support for these things. Given that the controller port is just USB, you can probably just plug in like a PS4 controller or a PS3 controller. Right. Um, but they didn't explicitly say. Uh, it's £90. Mm-hmm. Um, which seems like an okay price for it. A bit more expensive than the Super Nintendo Mini, but... Yeah. I mean, it's PlayStation, so it's probably... It probably needs yeah. more storage and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, they only announced five of the games for it so far, which are... Yes. Final Fantasy VII, which is yeah. kind of what, what you would want. Uh, Tekken 3, which Tekken 3 is a really good one because that has never had a re-release. Um, uh, yeah, okay. It's not available digitally and stuff because it has Gone in it. And Gone is a licensed character and they didn't up the license for it. So they must have done oh. something to do that. Right, okay. Um, Jumping Flash, which is probably not one you want because, man, Jumping Flash. Um, Wild Arms, which I've never played, yeah. but I know people like Wild Arms quite a lot. And like I said before, Ridge Racer 4, or R4 Ridge Racer Type 4, I guess is the problem. Yes, yeah. Um, I put a pre-order in for this, even though I'll probably cancel it, because... I did, did yeah, funny enough, I did the exact same thing. <laughs> it's just because of the thing where it'll probably sell out, and it's like, well, if they announce stuff I actually want, I may actually get it. Um, yeah, so But as I... people have pointed out, like, the stuff I want, I already own on, like, the PS3. <laughs> yeah, um, so I do have... Uh, you know, if all the other games tend to be from that era, mm-hmm. then you know they're already. Why are they not bringing out the uh, Tekken Two? You know, yeah. instead of Tekken yeah. Three. Uh, uh, you know, where's Gran Turismo? You know, they, they they tend to be jumping the gun. That they've they're going towards the. Not yeah, sort of towards I, the end of PlayStation rather than the beginning. I but, would assume there will be a Grand Turismo game on here. Yeah. Um, again, it, I suppose it depends. It's the the PlayStation's a bit more difficult than you know, like the the NES and the SNES classics because licensing. So yeah, you know, because if you think of your your classic PlayStation games. You think of more licensed stuff yeah, than you do with party stuff, yeah. Yeah, you know, so uh, Tomb Raider, you would expect Tomb Raider to be on there. You'd yeah, that's that's definitely the, Res- the Resident Evils and things like that. Yeah, and given there's only going to be twenty games on it, like I assume if they did, it would be one of each of those. It wouldn't be yes. Tomb Raiders one, two, and three. It would probably be. You probably hope Tomb Raider two, but maybe Tomb Raider three. Maybe the, I mean the first one's also great, but I would assume yes. they would go with two or three. Um, yeah. Resident Evil 2, presumably. Again, yeah, I would maybe say... the first one. Probably not 3. Like, as much as good as 3 is, I feel like 2 is the one that's kind of held in the highest regard by people. I Yeah, I would say they'd, they'd probably go with 2. Yeah. Um, but it's a huge game, so they might, they might you know, say, uh, go with 1. Yeah, maybe. Um, I would, like, the things I would hope that are on there would be Resident Evil 2. One of the Tomb Raiders, like any of mm. them. Metal Gear Solid has to be on there. You can't ship this thing without Metal Gear Solid on it. Well, it depends. Well, 
See, that was the first thing I thought because one of the games that fully utilized the Dual Shock when it first came out yeah. was Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. And yeah. But yeah, it's that thing where but they have to, right? Uh, Metal Gear Solid well, is like so what, iconic, what? like PS One. Like I feel like when you think of the things that define the PlayStation One, like the games that if you were putting just the most definitive things, you would put a Tekken on there, you would put Final Fantasy Seven on there, you put a Resident Evil, a Tomb Raider, and you put Metal Gear Solid on it. I uh, yes, but then again, <laughs> I would also have the controller had the analog sticks and the joystick. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. I assume that is just the case of they know that everyone that wants this already has either a PS3 or a PS4 and will have right. be able to USB their thing so it's more of a novelty thing um, uh, yeah, fair that's enough. my suspicion at least um, I yeah. what other games I would like Vibribbon to be on there but I suspect it would not be because it's kind of niche yeah um... Parappa the Rapper Crash Bandicoot yeah, I don't think Crash Bandicoot would be on there or Spyro, just because they've done the remasters recently. True, true. Uh, uh, I do think, I do agree. Like, again, those would definitely be on my list of things that define the PlayStation 1. You know, it'd be Tomb Raider, yeah. Resident Evil, Metal Gear Solid, Spyro, <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Not Jumping Flash, but I get that I get that people have, like, nostalgia for Jumping Flash for some reason. Yeah. Uh, what else? I mean, I but, don't know that... <laughs> And then also, if you look at uh, the kind of the the fighting games from Japan and things, yeah. So uh, you know, I would say Rival Schools, but again, Rival Schools is very very niche. Uh, yeah, I would love Rival Schools. So, Rival Schools is great. Soul Edge. Soul Edge. Not, not so. Yeah, I think that one probably wouldn't, just because no. I feel like people. It's not one that people think of when they think of PlayStation. Like Soul Edge is. Or I guess it's more Soul Calibur. One is what they think yes. of. They think of Dreamcast. Like that was the Dreamcast game. Even though it was on other stuff, that was uh, the one yeah. that everyone's like. That was the Dreamcast game. That was the fighting uh, game yeah. on Dreamcast. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of our PS1 games. I would love Clonoa to be on there because it's probably like one of my favorite PS1 games. But again, uh, right, really yeah. niche. Probably not. Uh, uh, oh, what was the game? And it had the claymate. Clayfire? No, no. Uh, I know you're trying to be funny, but I say, oh, I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, there is this, There was so many games. Skull Monkeys. Yes, that was it. Skull Monkeys. I never played that. That was quite cool. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, this has to have Abe's Odyssey on it, right? Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Completely <laughs> blank though right there, but that's another one that they did a big fancy remaster of them. Yes, yeah. But, uh yeah. I'm I'm actually excited to see the other fifteen games that they're gonna announce. The other games definitely will make or break it for me. Um presumably Ape Escape won't be on it because Ape Escape was one of the few games that required the analog controller. Yeah. So it literally yeah. would not work. Yeah. Um I am also I'm curious the other thing I'm curious to find out is is it going to be the same as the other classics where you can't add anything onto it 
I suspect so, but given it also has USB ports and I believe charges with a USB, it will yeah. be hacked open the moment it ships, just like the Super Nintendo and the NES. Well, it depend. It depends what memory they put on board with it, though. Yeah, true. If it uses up all the memory on it, but the the SNES one, like people hacked in the ability to use USB memory sticks on that SNES one. Oh, really? Yeah. It, what? Yeah, so, well, mind you, I suppose if you're running anything other than SNES games, yeah, sure. Exactly. Um, I mean, I've got a bunch of GBA games on there, and that's taken up. I mean, yeah. uh, it's all SNES games we're talking about. Um, yes, yeah, that you all own. That I own all of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I like the idea of it. I like these silly mini consoles. It's dumb. I would rather they just release these games on the PS4, but it's a cool nice to have little thing and so I might end up buying it. It depends on yeah. what game ship with it. I don't have yeah. a lot of nostalgia for the PlayStation 1 is actually the weird thing about it because I never had a PlayStation 1. I played all these games <laughs> on the PS2. Ah, right. Or I played Tomb Raider on the Sega Saturn. <laughs> that was where I played Tomb Raider. Yeah. My, um, my When I got my PlayStation 1 it was sort of the... I always think of it kind of the second generation of games. So it was, it was Tekken 2, it was Gran Turismo had just come out, um, it was Resident Evil 2, you know, so there were sequels to some of the games already. Uh, yeah, so it's those that I'm quite nostalgic for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am I am curious to see what the other, other games are that they bring out. And also then I want to know the memory of it and how... How easy we can either? Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's something that I don't think anyone will talk about until release. <laughs> I'd love it if Sony came out and we're just like nudge, nudge, wink, wink. It's got a terabyte of hard drive space in it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. what? wait, what? <laughs> yeah, um, we're not bringing out any more games, but for an extra ninety dollars, you can have this a bigger hard version. drive version. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the best. Why you would want it? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Completely locked down. Definitely not. Nothing you do. Oh, that'd be oh, really funny. That would be good. <laughs> um, speaking of mini consoles, yes, Sega has delayed its Mega Drive Mini, which we talked about a while ago. Yeah. Um, into 2019, it was supposed to be coming out kind of this winter. This is actually good news because when they announced right. it last year, I think or it was the start of this year, I think we were cautiously optimistic about it but mm -hmm. very soon afterwards they announced who was making it which is the same people that made the Sega Genesis flashback consoles which are the mini Mega Drives that have existed up until now and are all universally terrible like the emulation's bad the controllers are bad they're just bad systems um, this delay is with Sega seemingly taking these mini consoles seriously after realizing how well this the Nintendo ones are doing. Right. And they're no longer working with At Games, which are the people that made the flashback consoles, and are developing it in-house instead. Um, which is not completely clear what in-house means, but a lot of people right. are jumping to the conclusion this means they're probably going to work with M2, which M2 are the the um 
emulation. The, the yeah, I was gonna, that yeah. Sega own, I believe. They do pretty much all of Sega's emulation, and their emulation is the best. So, like, they just released a bunch of Sega, or a bunch, they released two Sega Ages things on Switch this week, um, which apparently the emulation of those are really good. So you can play the first Sonic the Hedgehog on Switch if you want. Um, so presuming that someone like that that does it, that'd be pretty good. This could actually genuinely be a great little thing. Um, so I'm hoping they take it seriously, because I would love a Mega Drive Mini. Yes. Um, not that I need a billion mini consoles under my TV, but you know. Yeah, yeah. I well, that was it. I I've got my the SNES one. I've got the NES one, and I thought I don't need any more. And then PS one. <laughs> yeah, before I knew it, the PS one one was ordered. So. Honestly, as much as I like the Mega Drive, it's the least. Like I own those games on so many things now. That right. Yeah. Of all the Sega consoles they could make mini consoles of, is the one that's least interesting to me. Although obviously it's the one with the biggest library to pull from. Yes. Like if they did a Dreamcast mini, I'd be all over that. If they're like, hey, we've got this Dreamcast mini that ships with every game that came out on the Dreamcast because there was only like 20, then that'd be great. <laughs> um. Or a Sega Saturn one, as niche as that is, because I might be like the only person on earth that cares about the Sega Saturn, because that was the right. console I had growing <laughs> up. You know, if it had steep slope sliders, like the secret best snowboarding game ever made that no one ever played because it was a Sega Saturn exclusive, um, yeah. that'd be great. But yeah, those things will never happen. Um, speaking of things we thought would never happen, yes, PlayStation Now. The streaming service that you can stream PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 2 games to yes. everything with a screen um, has added the ability to download games. Woo! So it's more like Game Pass now, I guess. Alright, okay. Um, so if you have a PlayStation Now subscription you can download almost all of the PS4 games on the service. Um, doesn't right. specifically say which ones aren't but almost all of them. And all of the PS2 games as well. Okay. Nope, you can't download the PS3 games, which is kind of a shame. Right. Um, uh, but is that to do with uh, emulation? Yeah, probably. PS3 is hard to yeah. emulate. As far as I'm aware, the PS3 stuff on the PlayStation Now service are not emulated. They are literally running on like several racks filled with PS3s. Yes, yeah. Um, the I believe the PS2 games on there are also remastered. Like They're not just straight up ps2 emulation i think they are actually like you know they had the resolution bumped up and stuff like that um, right i'm not 100 percent sure on that but i believe that's the case so that's quite cool because yeah if you don't have a great internet connection you can now just download this stuff um sure. they also point out that you don't need playstation plus to play the ps4 games online from the playstation now service oh which is really weird but yeah um, yeah yeah, and also they'll support all of the usual stuff, like you can buy DLC, microtransactions, and also you'll get all the PS4 Pro enhancements of those PS4 games that you download as well. Right. So it's just a download of the game. It's pretty cool. Um, they said it'll need to connect to the internet every few days to verify that you own it, or that you're connect, you have a PlayStation Now subscription, basically, um, which is not ideal. That's how um, the NES stuff works for the Switch as well. Yeah, but, it wants to connect once a week, I think it is. Yeah. But it's not the end of the world. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a ton of games on there. I'm not sure specifically how good the actual current library is, but that could be really good. I might actually look into that and have a wee mess about with PlayStation Now again, because I've not touched it for a while. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to think of other news. Uh, have you got the stuff about the Sega Ages on Nintendo Switch? Uh, I don't. Only the thing I mentioned there where Sonic is out. Yeah, so Sonic the Hedgehog is out as well. Yeah. Um, There's more stuff coming yeah. as well. They announced these Sega Ages things ages ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like. These are only Mega Drive ones, but they did actually announce that like Sega Saturn games and stuff like that will eventually come through this as well. Yeah, uh, um, I, cool. I, I'm definitely up for that. Yeah, same. Like the ones they have brought out so far, like Thunder Force Four, which I have no real interest in, and Sonic the Hedgehog, same. which I own on everything. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I criticize that, but I will buy Sonic Two when it comes out because I buy Sonic Two on everything because I really like Sonic Two. But you know, it's. Uh-huh. They need to just start dumping them. Just bring them out as frequently as the Archie Archives things. Just get through those games. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's pretty sure. cool. Um, just having a quick look through this stuff to make sure there's nothing we've missed. Um, there's a new trailer for the new Earth Defense Force. Uh, PSV manufacturing is ending in 2019. Yeah. The Vita's finally dead. Vita no longer means life. <laughs> um, I'm surprised they were still making them. I love that. Yeah. I still think I... the Vita is some of the best hardware ever. It was just. I don't know how it failed either. Yeah, like, from. If. The success of consoles was based solely on how good the hardware was. The Vita should have been like the most successful handheld of all time until the Switch came out. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's just a solid block that is comfy to hold and has decent analog sticks and and really nice. It shipped with an OLED screen in like you know whenever yeah. the fuck that came out, an OLED yeah. screen. Most things don't have OLED screens now. The iPhone, yeah, I, all, last year's iPhone was the first one with an OLED screen. Yeah, I think um, I, I, I think also what they kind of killed it is when they brought out the new version of it and they did away with the OLED screen. Yeah, and it was cheaper and a bit plasticier and stuff. Yeah. Um, it probably made sense because part of you know, Fiat was quite expensive. <laughs> it, it, it probably made it, sense for them to yeah cut costs, but man. That first one is just like some of the best engineering of a handheld. Yeah. Um, but then the Switch came out and destroyed everything. Um, yes. Which happens. That's all the news. Should we go into cool. the Yeah, let's have a look. Uh, so, coming out on Friday the 28th of October, or for weekend in the 28th, uh, coming out on the 25th, We've got Air Missions Hind for the PS4 from Sadesco. Uh, we've got for the Switch, uh, funny enough, you were talking about them early on, uh, Guiana Sisters Twisted Dream, oh. the ultimate edition. 
That one's not just a Mario clone. They don't do that anymore. No. I would love yeah. that, though, if they just released, like, a Gianna Sisters game that was just <laughs> new Super Mario Brothers re- like, reskinned. Be like, this is, not, this is a throwback to our old days. <laughs> so, uh, what else we got coming out? We got the release 2 for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Yeah. 25th. Uh, also on 25th, uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4. Again, yeah. PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC this time. I might buy that. Yeah. I'm, I'm torn because I really want to finish Octopath Traveler first because I can't have all these JRPGs on the go at once. I need to finish yeah. one of them. Uh, Life is uh, yeah, Life is Strange Two. Digital version comes to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Mm-hmm. We also have Jagged Alliance Rage. Oh, that is from THQ Nordic. I'm 100 percent sure what that is. is. Re-release of an old one. Do they make a new um, Jagged Alliance game? Is it DLC not- for the more recent Jagged Alliance games? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not too sure. Yeah. Uh, we've also got a Towerfall uh, coming to the Switch. People like that game. Yeah, 27th. And then the Atari Flashback Classics Volume 3 coming out for PS4 and Xbox One. I'm not too sure what's on this volume, but I probably own it in one way or another. I will look for these the Atari. Up go through next one. Cool. Uh, Dakar 18, so I'm guessing that's the uh, the Paris Dakar racing game coming out on the 28th for PS4 and Xbox One. One for you for the Switch, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters Z. Oh, I'm so tempted to pick that up, but I can't justify buying that when I have it on PS4. <laughs> I've played so much of it on PS4 as well. Yeah. Uh, FIFA 19 comes out for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PS3, and 360. So probably the only games that will be coming out for your PS3. Yeah, that is a weird one. (laughs) Uh, We also have Fire Pro Wrestling World. That game looks great. Paul will probably pick that one up. Yeah, I've not had a look at that one, to be fair. Did you ever play the old Fire Pro Wrestling games? They're 2D spike-based things. They never had the license to actual wrestling things, so they always just had sprites that looked eerily similar to various wrestlers, but never actually had them. (laughs) Um, They have a really good character creator in them, um, especially the new one, which you can share your stuff online. But this one also has, like, for the console release, has actual licenses from the New Japan Pro Pro Wrestling. Cool. So it's the first time they've done Fire Pro with actual licensed people in it, which is bizarre. Uh, what else have we got? We have Flipping Death coming to PS4 and Switch. That game looks good. Metal Max Xeno for PS4. Moon Moonlighter for the PS4 and Switch as well. That's supposed to be really, really good. People keep talking about how fucking good that game is. Yeah. And there is also the Namco Museum Arcade Pack for the Switch. Uh, and they spell pack with just the C because it's like Pac-Man. Yeah, so I wonder which one this is because I already have one of the the Namco Museum. Yeah, I assume it's different. I assume it's not just that. Yeah, so it'll be interesting uh, to see I'll what look that this one is. One up as well. Cool. And then the final one that I have is Street the Game coming to PS4, Switch, and PC. So that's everything that's coming out there. I'm just going to jump across while you're looking there. I'm going to jump across into the Switch 
store and have a look and see if there is anything else that we've missed that's okay. coming out. Uh, Namco Museum Arcade Pack. There's a trailer, but nothing that actually. Uh, all the best Namco arcade games in the palm of your hand. Save your quarters and bring the arcade home with the ultimate two-in-one game pack. It includes not. It's basically just a combination of the Namco Museum Arcade Pack. Wait, what? It, Namco doesn't... Namco Museum and the oh is. It's that Namco Museum thing that you own, but also it comes bundled with Pac-Man Championship Edition 2. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> that's weird. That's not... They make it sound that's like not... it's a... That's yeah. It's just a bundle. Yeah, how's that a thing? That's a weird bundle to have. Yeah. Um, I nearly <laughs> bought that the other day. Not the bundle. Pac-Man Championship Edition 2. Ah. Uh... Just because that game's good. It's not as good as the first one, though. Um, yeah. Yeah, so uh... the Atari Flashback Classics... Um, I believe, if I remember right, you played like at least one of these packs before, right? I have, yeah. And I seem to remember you having some issues with it. Yeah, so I played the version that was came out on PC, yeah. and there was some of the games that actually didn't work. Remember when I was saying earlier that the Sega Mega Drive Mini was being made by a company called At Games, and yeah. they made all those flashbacks that were terrible? Yes. Uh, they also made these Atari flashback classics. Ah. Um, so the list of games that are on here there's a lot of games listed here to be fair I don't know if this is just all of them yeah they generally normally have round up in the region of 50 odd games okay well I'll go through them relatively quickly then. Um, and the classic arcade section there's Atari Baseball, Atari Basketball Atari Football, Atari Soccer Avalanche, Canyon Bomber Destroyer, Dominoes Firetruck slash Smokey Joe that's a good one. Uh, Maze Invaders, Monte Carlo, Pool Shark, and Superbug. Right. I don't recognise any of those games. Um, uh, no, not really. Atari Twenty Six Hundred Adventure Two. I know that one. Okay. I know. Yeah. Well, I've never. Uh, I know what Adventure is at least. Uh, Air Raiders, Aqua Venture, Armor Boot, <laughs> Armor Bush, Armor Ambush. Ambush <laughs> is an entire. This my porn parody of Armor Ambush. Um, Astral Blast, Dark Cavern, Frog Pond, Frogs and Flies, Holy Moly, International Soccer, Moto Rodeo, Saboteur, Sea Battle. <laughs> I've heard of Sea Battle. There's one I've heard of. Skydiver, Space Attack, Star Strike, Super Challenge Baseball, Super Challenge Football, Sword Fight, Wizard, Yars Return. I think Yars Return's like the one notable one in that, except for I guess Adventure <laughs> 2. Um, then the Atari 5200 Asteroids Centipede Countermeasure Final Legacy Microgammon Millipede Miniature Golf Missile Command Real Sports Baseball Real Sports Basketball Real Sports Football Real Sports Tennis Real Sports Volleyball Star Raiders Super Breakout and Zari Arena Okay so yeah this seems to be scraping the bottom of the barrel yeah. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Cool. So <sighs> I was, uh, I was just looking through to see anything yeah, on Switch digitally for weekending the twenty eighth. Uh, let's see. There is uh, South Park: The Stick of Truth is coming to the Switch. That's neat. Yeah. So that's all right. There is also of there's Armello is getting the game uh, with all the DLC as well. Huh. 
That comes out in the 27th. Which I believe is a lot better. They fixed a hell of a lot and it's now this hybrid between a board game and a video game. Whereas it wasn't the first time that I played it, it was a bit muddled. Yeah. So uh be curious to have a look at that again. There, what else is there? There's a Always Awakening, which looks like some sort of it's an NES inspired adventure that's coming out. Right. There, yeah. Uh, there's a game I've you seen this one, Kieran. It's called Wonder Song. I think so, I looked at it, but I don't remember. Yeah, it's it was a Kickstarter game, and you play this bard, and you have a wheel around you. I you know, obviously, like this. this looks really cool. I love the art style. Of it. Yeah. Yeah, and you use you basically sing, and you hit certain notes to do certain things. From the trailer that I saw, it reminded me slightly of Loom, the old uh, Lucas Arts game. I never played Loom, but it looks. Did cool. you not? Ah, right. Yeah, it's so basically in that one you had to learn the spells. There was music involved as yeah. well, but you had to learn the spells of certain things to do. You know, there was puzzles in front of you, yeah. and you would use your uh, your die spell to turn something green. And it seems to be this is the basic idea of this as well. Certain notes, singing certain notes will achieve certain things, and you need to do them at the right time and the right. Uh, yeah. So. It seems cool. Uh, yeah, seems cool. Coming out a uh, on the twenty seventh at eight on eighteen pound as well. Uh, these that's oh, it. Yeah, and then Monster Love You comes out on 30th, I think. Yeah, Paul liked that game. Yeah, uh, so I'm curious to pick that one up. Um, basically because of uh, what Paul had said and uh, looking at it, it looks quite cool. Yeah. Cool, I think that's it for new releases unless is there anything I missed? I don't think so. I think that's it. Um, that's all I know of at least. Cool. Well, I think the only thing left to do then is a uh, thank everyone for listening. And uh, if you want to send us comments, complaints, or money, you can do so. Drop us an email. Send it to podcast at glitchfreegaming.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Search for Glitch Free Gaming on Twitter. We are at Glitch Free Game. And don't search for us from Instagram because we've sold it to a bunch of porn pirates. Man, I didn't see any of that money. It was a pound. I need to talk to my agent and get a better deal. Yep, absolutely. Renegotiate, <laughs> renegotiate my glitch-free gaming contract. All I, all I got in it was control over the YouTube channel. It doesn't seem worth it. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a good deal at all. Speaking of the YouTube channel, how do people find it? They can go to youtube.com slash users user slash glitch free game. Not gaming. I believe it's glitch free game. Pass. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I give it. Don't actually know. <laughs> Well, so, um, but yeah, uh, just Google Glitch Free Gaming, you'll probably find us eventually. Um, of course. We have, uh, again, that Northgard review still going strong. Still yep. there if you haven't watched it yet, somehow. Um, but we actually have new videos. We have. We do. 
the first part of our Ness Happy Hour, uh, which is me and Paul playing through 10 of the 20, well actually it's more like 9 of the 20 uh, Ness games that came out. We're gonna do a part 2 and go through the rest of them, and then given we like hockey so much we'll probably also just do more videos of playing hockey. And we will. I will also probably try and do some stuff with you, Mike, if you're up for it. Playing yeah, some absolutely. Of those online, yeah, because I'm happy to just play some of those online, and I'm the one with recording gear, so yes. I will be in all of them. <laughs> but <laughs> but who knows for everyone else? Um, cool. Yeah. So keep an eye on that. Excellent. Sounds like a plan. So until then, if you've got, if you got anything else to add, I don't know cool oh shit yeah don't forget to go to the website www.glitchfreegaming.com I mean, that's, probably, that's probably a good one actually probably do that yeah um yeah go uh, ben works his arse off and makes that website look all nice and shiny and that so go give him some love yeah i should so, post that video on the site you know you yeah you should yeah i might do that i'm not gonna tell I ben mean, about it i'm just gonna do it just do it yeah ben will find it'll be it. like It'll be like, what the fuck's this shit? What the fuck's this shit? We're putting <laughs> garbage content on my nice website. <laughs> cool, right. I am off to go and spend some money on the Switch store. I'll probably try and, try and oh, convince Kieran to buy yeah, some stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to go to bed, but it sounds like I'm going to be talking to you on Discord for another hour after the end of this podcast about eShop games, because that's usually how this goes. Normally, yeah. <laughs> so, until then, we'll see you again next week. See you later. See ya.